following show contains adult content. It's not our intent to offend anyone, but we want to inform you that if you are a child under the age of 18 or get offended easily, this next show may not be for you. The content, opinions, and subject matter of these shows are solely the choice of your show hosts and their guests, and not those of the Entertainment Network or any affiliated stations. Any comments or inquiries should be directed to those show hosts. Thank you for listening. Welcome to Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell, bringing you the good time, music, fashion, pop culture, and entertainment. We got a great show for you guys today. It's going to be a lot of fun. This is our Happy Thanksgiving show, and uh, Ron is shaving and getting all things ready. So uh, uh, while he's shaving, let me say uh, hi uh, to the chat room. Backpack John, Cindy Lady Lake, Eileen Shapiro, Angie, uh, Angela is in the chat room. We're going to have a fun show for you guys today. We have bass uh, guitar legend Leland Sklar coming on. And then we, you guys always hear us talking about this movie, Blind. And we have the director of, of that film, Marcel Walsh, coming on. It's going to be a lot of fun. Um, they're laughing at Ron shaving, which is nice. And now he's drinking. Doesn't he look handsome? So let me introduce my cool, outrageous man about town co-host, Mr. Ron Russell, who's uh, joined us now and looking gorgeous as always. Is that not a faggy bunch of faggy poses? <laughs> Hi everybody, how you doing? Are you all ready to eat the bird? The bird, tomorrow is the bird day Oh my god, all those poor turkeys You know, I wish we could have like make-believe turkey, don't you? Like they could get some kind of a vegetable and pack it in and shape it like a turkey and we could cook it I really uh, just like uh, eating the turkey In fact, as a kid, when they would carve the turkey, I would leave the room because I couldn't bear to see the beast being chopped up. I still feel that way. So when they carve the turkey, I do leave the room. And then when I come back, I just think of it as like supermarket cold cuts. Uh, I feel bad for the bird. You know, what? It, I mean, it's, it's stupid killing millions and millions of turkeys to eat because of what? Because we're hungry? No, because, <laughs> because it's Thanksgiving. You know, the pilgrims, when they came, they killed two birds. Now we kill millions of birds, and they're pretty turkeys. I like turkeys. So what's up? Ian Smith joined us in the chat room. Hello, hello. They say you look say, so handsome. Oh, please. I want to say hi to Angie Baby. And who else is in the chat room? Cindy Lady oh, Lake. And, of course, Eileen <laughs> mm, boy, Shapiro. And Cindy Lady Lake. And Cindy Lady Lake, who's get, been hitting the news lately. She's fabulous. And yeah, oh, now sure. B. Claudia just joined us. Hey, B. B hope your mom's doing okay. Yep. Hope so, too. You don't have Thanksgiving in Germany, so you don't kill turkeys. I'm happy about that. So we, um, I want to thank everybody, too, who tuned in last night to the Soho Johnny Let Me Help, Inc. I Am No Joke uh, celebrity benefit concert. We had tons of people uh, listening and a lot of people Almost in the chat room. 10,000 people. A lot, of, a lot of the people in the chat room, uh, in the Jimmy Star Show chat room, were actually in the chat room. I want to thank all of them. I know Backpack John was there and B. Claudia and Angie Baby 
Don't call and, her uh, Angie Baby. I'm the only one Angela allowed. Angela Joseph Thank and you. Eileen Whoa. and Lady Lake. Whoa. And there was a whole bunch of people. And Ron and I were honored to be a part of the lineup. Uh, I know everybody saw it. It was a lot of fun. And um, so they loved what I did. You know, I stripped naked and I did all these sexual positions naked. Yeah. And it got such a review. I it, didn't think it would. It was a lot of fun, you guys. And I just want to say, like, we were honored to be on such a bill with such huge stars like Charlie Sheen, Kim Sledge, Martha Davis, Ozzy and Sharon Osbourne, Rick Wakeman, John Lodge, Julian Lennon, Steve Vai, Lorreen Landon and Sadie were on there, Tommy James, Verdine Sadie White. Sadie Katz, that is. Sadie Katz, 10 years after, Jeff Goldblum, Jane Lynch, Andrew Cole, Kenny Aronoff, Leland Sklar, who's our guest today, and about, I don't know, about 65 other big celebrities and all our friends um, that we hang out with and love so much, Sherry Nelson and David Martinez and Lori Diamond and Fred uh, Abatelli. The whole Motley Tim crew. Moss was there, and uh, who's the funny guy? Tim Moss. He finally got off the, no, the walking the street. Who's the other guy? I Ike. forgot. Ike, Ike Avelli. I'm Ike, sorry, Ike. Ike Avelli. Oh, Ike. and, and uh, Mark DeAlwes and Billy Hess. Mark, hi, and, and Billy. And, and Ike was still looking for a partner for Ike. He's a good-looking young guy, and he's looking for a husband. And we can't find one. So I said to him, you know, there's got to be a problem. Bad breath, bad body odor, or little pee-pee. But something's got to be wrong. And Ike said, none of the above. I've got everything wonderful. And Fred Schneider was there from the B-52s, and he did his fruitcake song, which everybody, like, loved. And we want to welcome Chris just joined us in the chat room. Uh, anyway, it was a fun time for all. I don't know if they're going to air it again, but it was really a lot of fun, and, and we were happy to be a part yeah, but of it. But what's most important is we don't know the money figure yet, but I hope – if 10,000 people went in and they gave a dollar, that's 10,000 bucks. That's not going to help too many homeless poor people or not homeless or whatever people. What is the for? It's anti-bullying. Anti-bullying. Cancer. Cancer. It's all poor people, actually. No, it's not. What do I know, Jimmy? I was <laughs> in another world yesterday. Uh, most of the people that were on the bullying thing were super famous freaking stars talking about how they were bullied as kids. And now they're like the world's biggest stars in the Who world. Who wasn't so. bullied as a kid? I was called a faggot, a fairy, a queen, well, a sissy the shoe fits. <laughs> Yeah, that's right. But I don't wear pink ballerina slippers <laughs> like you want. He wanted pink ballerina shoes. He likes to play with no, dolls. No, I do His like to play with dolls. His sister got a doll for Christmas, and he got a tank, and he was upset because he wanted the doll. That's true. Talk about fairies. <laughs> I mean, this one is the queen of queens. Let me trust me. I, it's, I no, that's it. a true story. When I was about eight years old, my sister got this ballerina mm. doll, and it had a crown on it, and you pushed the crown, and it did pure wets and stuff it was so cool so and every, i thought it was for so, me instead i got like a truck <laughs> so every night before we go to bed he puts on his pink toe no, shoes and i press the top of his head and he yes and i do around. spin around and do pirouettes because pirouette boy did i marry a, mm, a real one a real girl now, they said they like Mary. my glasses and your shirt so thank you you can have my shirt and his glasses no. <laughs> anyway um yes it was a wonderful show i tuned in and out of it because i had uh Things, you know, phone calls. Uh, I, I was on the phone all morning with New York. So many New York friends have called me to wish me a happy Thanksgiving. And I, they, but uh, most of them are not uh, going out. They're all going to be by themselves. And I have a few single friends that are also going to be by themselves. And I was so upset. So I said to them, tomorrow, Thanksgiving, Skype in with us and you'll enjoy our thanksgiving festivity this way they won't be alone and i suggested that they call all of their friends and tell all their friends to do the same to skype in and i'm, I'm encouraging everyone out there please skype in to a friend that's all by himself for thanksgiving due to this horrific virus 
Um, soon it's going to be the shot. All kinds of rumors I'm hearing from left and right. I don't know what's going to be. But now they said that they're going to give. <clears throat> I don't, I'm not even going to repeat it. I don't want to do any politics. Anyway. Yeah, it's no politics. But, you know, the needy and the most needed to, to get this shot should. <clears throat> excuse me. And I encourage people over 70 to be first on the list. They will be. Because they are the people who will uh, have the most difficulty with kicking this virus. Absolutely. Tomorrow's Thanksgiving. We have a lot to be thankful for. Uh, we we have to be thankful for our freedom, for our country, which is upside down right now, but it will straighten itself out, I hope. Uh, we should be thankful for the loved ones that we still kiss and hug. Uh, we should be thankful for the ones that are gone, who raised us and brought us to be who we are today. There are so many things to be thankful for. Uh, go through the list in your mind. And you know what? It brings good luck. And we're thankful for all of you guys who listen to us every week. Yeah, I'm thankful for that, too. You know. <laughs> I'm thankful for you, honey. That's what I was waiting for, you big... Well, you didn't say you were thankful for me. Because I'm not. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm thankful for Jimmy. You can... Listen, folks, I would not be with Jimmy if I wasn't crazy about him. I was dating five guys, very important guys, one was a super rich multimillionaire. He owned all of the dollar stores in the United States. And he was crazy about me, but I didn't care for him much. And I was on his yacht in Florida, and uh, I saw him in a bathing suit. And I said to myself, that'll never happen. And I, <laughs> and I got off the yacht, and my dearest friend Perry said to me, Ronald, are you out of your mind? He's worth billions. I said, good. I feel sorry for the next one that's got to go to bed with him, not me. <laughs> and then, of course, I met my Jimmy, who was everything wonderful, special, and terrific. And I'm happy. Right, Jim? Absolutely. Are you happy? I'm absolutely happy. I'm absolutely happy. Did I have to squeeze that out of you? Um, I had to force that one out of no, you. No, right? I've got a problem, so just talk. You always have oh, a well, problem. Well, Marcel's having a difficulty, and he might not be able to make it. I'll beat the sucks, shit so. out of that bitch if she doesn't come on. Marcel, you better not have difficulty. Marcel, you are the prima donna of all prima donnas. I'm going to have to. He's a very dear friend of mine. That's why I talk that way about him. I love him. But Marcel, get with the program, baby. This is not a two-bit show, you know. We're all over the world. We're almost 5 million in watching. You know, you got to be hip on this number, baby. This is not some two-bit, three-person show. Is he coming <laughs> on? Did he figure it out? I don't know. He's, he stuck his car, got into an accident, and he stuck at BMW, which I'm always stuck at BMW, too. He wrapped up that car. He's crazy. He's got such a car. His BMW is like one of those $200,000. What is it called? Oh, I don't know. He's got a cool battery BMW. It's like one of the most expensive sport cars. <laughs> I hope he's okay. He's okay. Um, anyway, so we do have our first guest, though, who's in the chat room. So we can let Leland come in, and I'll go back and forth with him. I knew a guy once named Leland. I think I dated him. Well, you know Leland <laughs> anyway, because he's been here. It wasn't this Leland. I would remember this Leland. And if you and if I dated you, I probably would have been so in love with you, I would have married you. made you gay. <laughs> Hey Leland. Hey the so everybody, we have Leland Sklar. Welcome to the Jimmy Star Show. We're excited to have you back. I am so thrilled to be here with you two. You're my favorites, I gotta oh. say. And you are too, Santa baby. Now listen, <laughs> I mean 
seriously. The beard got longer. Did yeah. the beard get longer? You didn't. You didn't cut it since we saw you last. No, my head got smaller. Oh well, you know what? Better to have a small head than no head at all. And any head, in, any head in a storm. That's. I say I love head. You know. <laughs> you know Actually, you know I'd go there somehow. Oh no, no, we we had to. We have to launch right immediately into this. <laughs> right. We have to let the audience know they're going to have a good fun show. Eileen <laughs> wants to know which head. Eileen is in the chat room and oh, she Eileen. says hello. You know, and, Eileen. Uh, Eileen, she's a all, pig. You, all she thinks about is head. You know, <laughs> getting and giving. She's wonderful. Just <laughs> let her know. Let her know that I'm naked under this shirt. See okay. that? He's naked under Eileen. He's got no trousers on, and guess what? He's sitting on a stool, and the head of his penis is touching the floor. Does that interest you, Eileen? <laughs> <laughs> Hmm. <laughs> yes, it does. So, Leland, we have a chat room. It's starting to fill up. Oh, Don Hinton just joined us. Hello, Don. So say hi to everybody in the chat room, Leland. Hey, let's chat away. This is my favorite chat room. Let's chat, chat, chat. And we have we have uh, lots of people who watched the show last night, and we have B. Claudia from Germany who loves all our musician uh, stars that come on the show. So give a shout-out to, to B. Claudia and just say hi to B. Hi, Claudia. There you go. <laughs> now listen to me. Leland, yes. <clears throat> what do you want to be when you grow up? Um, I just don't want to grow up. <laughs> me neither. <laughs> yeah. I mean, people say, you know, when you grow, grow up, I always say I aged, but I never grew up. No, I say my body aged, but my mind is still 18. Yeah. It's really shocking, isn't it? No, it's wonderful. because no, It's my... wonderful, but it's still weird that. No, you not know? at all. Not at all. My 18-year-old mind tricks my body into thinking it's young. You know, you're yeah. as old as you're as old as your mind tells you to be. I have friends my age, or not really, they're younger, that look older <laughs> and they are like old people. I talk to them and I say, Jesus Christ, what get, happened? Away, get away from me. You're so old. Yeah, you it's know. funny. Like I'll I'll be on the road and somebody will come up to me who looks kind of like they could be my dad, and they go, Oh man, I saw you on Sesame Street with James Taylor when I was a kid. And I'm going, right. you were a kid when we were on there and now you look that old. What happened? <laughs> no, it's true. It's true. I have, yeah. I know I know some people in their early 70s that look like they could be my my father, probably. Yeah. It's it's really it's it's up there. Yeah, and no. there's no there's no surgery here. There's no Botox. There's no Restyl, and my face is natural. I was lucky to have a good genes. My parents yeah. both were very young looking. How about your parents? Well, how can yeah. we tell with with that beard? Who knows what you look like? Yeah, well, I got this from my mom. Well, she had a, <laughs> she had a beard like that too. Well, she shaved a lot, but if she if, if like during the if she was still alive for the pandemic, she would probably have this going on right now. <laughs> She now was listen, I love it. Now wait a minute, I got to ask you some stupid yeah. questions. Did you ever use an egg beater? Of course. Did you ever get your beard caught in it? Um, no, but I've gotten my beard caught in a, in like a, a drill. You know, like work, <laughs> working on. I was working on my. I have a hot rod, and I was working on the hot rod, and uh, and I got caught in get caught in some power tools. You know, and, <laughs> that had to be frightening. frightening. It's it's scary as hell. Frightening and fun. Did you ever like put toast in a toaster and burn your beard? Oh yeah. <clears throat> I was a I was a welder at one point. <laughs> And man, a spark would get in you to go, what's that smell? And you suddenly realize it's your face Burn. that's on fire. 
<laughs> you know, that, that smell reminds me of a dirty joke I learned when I was about 10 years old. Please. Two women were walking very quickly past the beauty salon, and one woman looked to the other and said, slow down, I smell hair burning. That's terrible. Nobody gets wow. the joke. You know wow. why? No, you nobody nobody gets the joke because years ago they used to use curling irons. Oh, yeah. and, and they'd burn hair. So the beauty salons did smell of burning hair. That yeah. joke doesn't play anymore because nowadays they, they use curling irons, but they don't burn hair. Anyway, <laughs> it, it was it was a very cute joke at ten years old. You know, no, it's, it's 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 the kind of thing that makes you feel like a rascal when you're a kid. Well, didn't you at ten years old do dirty jokes and oh, sing dirty songs? We all did. We were, oh yeah, he has one about I burped and I farted. Or no, whatever. I'm not going to sing that because it's so coarse <laughs> and disgusting. No, you should sing it. It's for Thanksgiving, and Leland likes that shit. Oh, oh, oh she burped and she farted and she shit on the floor, and the wind from her ass knocked the knob off the door, and the moon shone bright on the nipple of a tit. She carved her name in a bucket of shit. Have you got a hard on? Not yet. Are you going to get one? You bet. Sung by the whole house quartet. Bafungul. <laughs> There you go. Yeah. I, I was a classy kid. <laughs> hey, hey, Russell, if you decide to do an album, I'd be, I'll, donate my I'll donate my bass parts. There you go. I love it. Okay, we could use that in it. But no, when we were when we were kids, you know, it was tap. We didn't have dirty words on television or in the movies. Yeah. I mean, if you remember. So it was so taboo that we would do these little songs and these dirty jokes in secrecy, and we thought how wicked we were and how smart that our parents didn't know. So I hang know. on. I want to I welcome some people. Bill, Victor, Erican just joined us, and so did Miss Kim, Don Hinton. A whole bunch of people are joining us, and you guys, we have the fabulous Leland Squar uh, on the show right now, and we're going to talk about his music career and also his new book that is your book out yet or no? I know they can um, order it. It's it, I, I'm taking orders for it, and I should be taking delivery of it within the week, and then I'm going to start shipping at that point. So you guys check this out. So Leland did a book, and to find out more about it, you can go to lelandsclarsbeard.com, which is the greatest freaking like website ever, <laughs> lelandsclarsbeard.com. And if you want to look like Leland, he even has a T-shirt on there. It's a black T-shirt, and around the neck is the beard coming down so you can look like Leland Sklar, which I thought was the coolest fucking thing ever. So go to lelandsclarsbeard.com. The name of the book is Everybody Loves Me. It features photos from friends and a huge cast of characters taken by Leland on the road and at home. So tell us a little bit about it. There it goes. Everybody loves me. And we actually have a friend. It's every, every <laughs> Everybody's shooting a bird in the book, right, Leland? Yeah, there's there's 6,000 pictures. Uh, let me people shooting the bird. Of only people shooting a bird. Oh, I think it's hilarious. Uh, so... Uh, it's just everybody shooting birds, you guys, and there's famous people and non-famous people alike. That is. How come you didn't ask us to shoot a bird and put us? Um, we didn't know him then. Oh. You, you know, you will be the. You here, here's me and Charlie Watts. Oh, that's fabulous. Um, you will be the cover of the next volume. There you <laughs> sure, go. Sure. Um, and believe it or not, Leland and us, we have a, a mutual friend who's in the book. Rebecca Schuster is in the book. No way. <laughs> Red, Red is in the book. She's got you know you know Becky. He calls Absolutely. her Red for years. I, for years. She's, she's a good good friend of ours. We love her. Oh, that's Rebecca. wonderful. Yeah, yeah we don't we don't see her because of the virus, but when yeah. we're free, 
when we are, she comes to all. She our comes parties. to our Christmas parties and everything. E it's everywhere. fun. Oh, that's great. So yeah. tell, tell us who's in the book. Who are some of the famous people that we might know that are in this book? Okay, I, I wrote down a little list so I wouldn't stumble here. We got people like Joe Bonamassa, um, Al Schmidt, Phil Collins, Jackson Brown, Chris Squire, Michael Nuri, um, uh, uh, Jane Seymour. Uh, Jane Seymour. Jane Seymour shooting a bird. That's hilarious. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I know. I know. We I know, know her. We met her. I know Jane and I know Michael. Two of them already. I know. Go yeah, we got Mick Fleetwood, Eddie Van Halen, Harry Shearer, Van Dyke Park, Slash, um, Haskell Wexler, the director, Paul Williams, Bonnie Raitt, Jack Nicholson, um, Hal Blaine, uh, Dwight Yoakam, Nancy Wilson from Heart. Uh, Katie Lang, Verdine White, Diane Warren. We just had Verdine White on our show two weeks ago. Oh, he's such a delightful guy. Yeah, he's we had a great time with him. Such a great musician. Um, Carly Simon, Herb Alpert, Jane Lynch, J uh, Josh Groban, Cheech and Chong, uh, Taj Mahal, Steve Lukather. Oh, he's um, he's been on our show too. Yeah, there's 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 six thousand pictures in the book. That and is a great. That's a great book. Yeah, and it's it's six pounds. I mean, it's this is a big this yeah, is a okay, big so ass book. Wait, wait, how much is it? Um, the book, um, the book is sixty dollars, and if you want it signed and personalized, it's eighty dollars. I love it. Who signs it? You? <laughs> it's his book. <laughs> no, I'll, 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 I'm going to drive to Palm Springs and have you let guys you sign it. Right? Oh, that, I was I was going to suggest that. No, you, I, you could sell more books. No, well, seriously, the, Leland. Um, uh, for eighty bucks, they can get you a signature. Will you might you write a sentiment in the book also? If they if they request something, I will try to put it in for them. A sentiment, okay. So uh, when some sentiment. So, so when you send me a free copy, you will <laughs> you will sign it. I'll put it on my coffee table. Oh no! I want I want I want to wait for the second version that's coming out next year, and then we'll send pictures so we can. Yeah, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not spending eighty bucks. Sure you are. When I could get it for we're supporting free. supporting us. We're supporting yeah. a musician. But I could get it for free. Why should I spend eighty? He's bucks? not giving you an eighty dollar book for you free. You want to bet? <laughs> of course he is. We'll work it out. <laughs> oh, that means bullshit. I'm not getting one. No, 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 no. It's I'm Chris. It's Christmas. You should send one to Jimmy and I for Christmas. <laughs> keep an eye now, on you your, know. Keep an eye on your stockings. There you go. Okay, because you know why? Uh, tomorrow on Facebook, I'm going to write about Becky being in your book. So that right there is like six thousand dollars worth of uh, free publicity. So wait, I have a question though about that, Lee. Look, <laughs> so how many pictures of you are in the book? There's there's a number of them. There's some pages oh, yeah. that have me with other people, um, and we're flipping each other off and stuff. My parents are in the book. Um, flipping a bird? Was, oh yeah, it, it was funny when I got them to do it. After that, every family picture we have, my mom's giving the finger. She's, I said, it was only for that one. She goes, no, I like it. <laughs> well, the apple didn't fall far from that tree. <laughs> oh, no. No, they were nuts. My folks were nuts. Mine, too. <laughs> now, Thank God. So now, Thank God is right. Now, are your parents still around to be able to see this book? No, no. Um, but they saw lots of the pictures because this, this project's been going on since 2004. Um, is when I took my very first picture of this. And it was an accident. This entire thing started as an accident. And over the years, it just evolved. And I have actually over 12,000 photographs, but we honed it down to 6,000 for the book because it was just getting completely insane. But um, they saw lots of pictures and stuff. And uh, 
And, uh, and I'm, I'm thrilled to have them in there. And they have a page. And on the opposite page, I have Merle Haggard, Willie Nelson, and Chris Christopherson together, all giving me the finger. Oh, my God. You what know, a great this, list, this is a, I love Chris Christopherson. everyone out there, this is a fabulous coffee table book. Yeah. Because, you know, when you're entertaining and you're in the kitchen, people like to come in the kitchen and bust your chops while you're cooking. And you screw everything up because you're talking, you're burning. Yeah. This way, you put this coffee table book on the coffee table, and you tell them, shut your mouth, get out of my kitchen, and go read that book. That's exactly what it's for. Wait, and Leland, once they start opening the first two pages, they shut up, and they won't stop looking. So you got rid of them for at least a good half hour. Yeah, there's not going to be a a, a bad recipe on that dinner. No, because you're in the kitchen alone. So what about the people? The only people I allow in my kitchen are Sean Kanan and his wife, Michelle, because they know how to help in the kitchen. Sean does a wonderful salad, and Michelle helps me with the Italian food. But the other ones I I throw out of my kitchen. They don't know their ass from their elbow. He doesn't know who Sean Kanan is. You don't know who Sean Kanan is? No. He won't know. Sean anyway, Kane? he's an actor. No, he's, he's more than an actor. He's a superstar. He's a soap opera star for years and years. He was in the karate. He's in the Kid he's the three. bad guy in Karate Kid Three. Oh, okay. oh, I know, I know who he is. Yeah, I I, I didn't know his last no, name. No, he's and he's gorgeous. And he wrote a book yeah. about being a modern gentleman, about cooking and yeah. all kinds of stuff. So he's oh, a really great. good cook. How and great. he's one of the nicest buddies that we have we love him and oh, his wife terrific. wife michelle is a real italian she's a kitchen girl she helps i mean they're wonderful they're like freaking out in the chat room about the beard shirt <laughs> they the like shirt, love it and the thing that's beautiful about the shirt it's a special ink so as soon as you wash it the thing absolutely becomes soft and settles right in it's not like those crappy plastic things that you find on shirts that are oh, ugly i hate to touch. that i hate that yeah, and I've also on my, the website. I was also an illustrator, so I've got my illustrations are available too on museum quality prints. It's Leland Squars you know com, you guys. Le- Le- Leland, yeah, I have to suggest a photograph that you must do. You must get naked and squat down on the floor and let your beard hang low enough to cover your privates. I think that shot would be and terrific. shoot a bird <laughs> and um, shoot a and shoot a bird and put it on the cover. Well, you're on the cover of the next one, so I'll be, sure, on, I'll yeah. be on the inside. Okay, good. <laughs> I, I'll be on the cover of the next one naked. You won't, sell a, you won't sell a book, but it'll be I good for it. people who want to throw up. I'll buy it. <laughs> no, if people have a problem and they want to throw up their food, they could buy the book. And look no, at the no I, think he, I think he would look fantastic naked. No, He's, not really. He is, yeah, he does. He looks fantastic yeah, right, okay, naked. Bullshit. Let me move tell on, you. move on, move on. So anyway, so you guys. <laughs> so Leland, baby. Yeah, babe. What's going on in the music department? Um, well, there's things going on. It's not what we expected in our lives at this point. This is a pretty um, unprecedented period of time that we're living in. But um, I'm, I'm in a band called The Immediate Family. And um, it's the guys I've been playing with basically for 50 years. Um, Danny Korchmar, Russ Kunkel, Wadi Wachtel, and then a friend of ours who's been with us about 15 years named Steve Postel. And we've got our, our third video coming out, um, doing an, uh, another EP. Our album will be coming out uh, in the beginning of the year. Denny Tedesco, who did the Wrecking Crew movie, is doing a documentary film about us. So I'm busy with that. Um, I actually had never recorded at home before. I never had a home studio. And since the pandemic began, 
I got myself a SSL interface and I've been doing projects for people from home. And uh, so, and then I have my YouTube channel, which has been just the most fun. And I was so proud that that um, article came out about the best podcasts and, and stuff in the world, the top 50, and you guys are number one on that list. Which That's because we was... have such great guests like you. Yeah, if we didn't well, have guests like you, we'd be number 10,000 10, 10, down. Well, no, <laughs> but, but the thing that blew my mind is I, I'm number 12 on that list. And, right. um, and so I've been having the greatest time with my YouTube channel, and I have a clubhouse where I, do, I just did my, I do two live streams a month, and I did one yesterday. And it's a great community like you guys. I'm sure you have people coming in your chat window that come every time you guys are on. Yep. And yeah, it's, we have, it's a family. It's really a family yeah. at this point. It really I, is. I don't call them fans. I don't care for that word. No. I call them friends. Yeah. Well, in, in the same way with this finger book, people said, uh, do you have a celebrity section? And I said, to me, everybody's a celebrity in their everybody's, own way. Exactly. So, like, you know, you, yeah, it's all mixed up and it's a voyage of discovery for people. They'll be looking at people going, who's, I wonder who, that's Jay Leno. Oh, who's, who, oh my God, that's Charles Barkley. You know, I mean, they're all right. mixed together. Well, it's amazing how, <clears throat> see, I never felt this way because my mother was an actress mm -hmm. and my father was set designer. My sister was married to a producer. So I grew up in the business. So yeah. I really never understood why people got so fascinated by meeting a celebrity and how enthralled they are and how they become meek and they bow and they, oh, it's a pleasure to meet you. I love you. But, you know, I never understood that. Yeah. Now, now it's happening to me and Jimmy sometimes, maybe not as much as me, but <clears throat> I get very embarrassed. Leland, yeah. I get embarrassed. And I want to say to them, stop it. Yeah. You know, stop it. I work. I, I, I work in movies. I get paid shit. I work my ass off 12 hours. Yeah. I have a TV show. You know, what's the big deal? Well, I, I'm just me, a small guy from brooklyn well i still feel like a dork from the san fernando valley and i get right. really, my most uncomfortable times is when people come up and start complimenting me and i try to distract the conversation immediately into something else because it really it, to me i i love my gig i love playing and i love doing what i do and i've always loved it but it's it is strange but i remember uh they were doing Tommy at the um, Universal Amphitheater back in the old days when it still had the roof on it and everything. And I went there with Phil Collins and Phil brought his camera with him and he was seeing so, you know, some celebrities there and he's sitting there going, God, I wonder if they would take their picture with me. And I'm sitting there thinking, those people are shitting their pants that Phil Collins is in the Exactly. Room. I would be shitting my I'm a huge Phil Collins fan. So no, like no, 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 no. At age seven, at 19 years old, I was in a movie with Sophia Loren, okay? Uh, so, Sophia was a superstar then. Yeah. And they, and they told all of us, you know, we were, we were uh, insignificant actors. We were not uh, uh, six, six position stars. Please not to disturb Tab Hunter or Sophia Loren, George Sanders or Barbara Nichols. I loved every one of them. Yeah. Tab Hunter, by the way, became my friend until he passed away. I love Tab. He's a buddy of mine. Anyway, yeah. I walked up to Sophia. I didn't give a shit about the fact that they were going to throw me off the movie. I love Sophia. I went up to her in an Italian. I began speaking to her and she started to laugh and she said, Oh my God, you're so adorable. She said, your Italian is as bad as my English. And 
somebody wanted me to get away from her. One of the grips or somebody said, you can't do that. You can't. And she said, you leave him alone. And she let me stay with her. And she invited me to sit down. I, I was never afraid. Meanwhile, no. everybody on the set was going, oh, my God, there's Miss Lauren. Oh, my God. Oh, look at her. Oh, she's coming. Like, who the fuck is Miss Lauren? You know, she's a, an Italian that eats a lot of pasta, watches her weight, bangs an old man, had an affair with Cary Grant. You know, what, what's the big deal? She's human. Well, I'll tell you, she was she was the ultimate fantasy girl in Boy on a Dolphin. Absolutely. As a, as a kid, man, when she came out of the water. As a, in the as yellow a dress. Kid, with the oh. nipples, her yellow oh. dress with the nipples showing. I yeah. remember that. I remember. Well, in that kind of woman, she played a prostitute or a kept uh, a kept woman, and uh, she wasn't happy with the film because Tab Hunter was too young for her, and there was a lot of controversy going on while they were shooting the film. Okay. My, bro my brother-in-law's very good friend was Sid Sid Lumet. Sidney mm -hmm. Lumet. I'm sorry. Yeah, I and know that's, then that's how I got in the movie. I wasn't even a union person. They okay. just stuck, stuck me in the movie. I think but, I got $32, $32 for the day. Yeah, I just, just watched her money. last night. There's a Netflix movie with her uh, right now. I, well, I just saw her last night. Well, she's doing a little bit of a comeback. Yeah. And I said to Jimmy, we have to approach her. I want her on the show. Because I started, she was my first movie. And of course, I don't want her to be my last, but I want, to <laughs> I want to interview her because I know her life history so well. And she's a, a very interesting lady, but I understand she's a lady you have to be careful with when you talk to. She's very, very sharp and very, very careful mm. of what you say. Okay. So I would be the ultimate gentleman and totally intelligent. So well, hang on. I can do that, you know, I pretend. <laughs> yeah, he does. He does. Oh, I can clean up. I can we had Dionne Warwick on. He was very polite. Oh, Dionne Warwick. <laughs> I mean, forget about it. She was flying all over the place. I wanted whatever she was on, but she was having a good time. Yeah, so I, I did a few albums with Dionne. She, she was a hoot. So I want to brag fun. for you a little. I want to brag a little bit. Last time we had you on, so for your show, you guys, this is Leland Sklar. He's not just like a bass player. He He's like considered like oh, one of the- Wait a minute, Jimmy. Before you go into the spiel, Leland, you know what I really want? When the epidemic is over, the, the virus, and Scott Page and the drummer, what's his name, quick? Stephen Perkins. Stephen Perkins. Yeah. They, they play at the Dome in L.A. I would love for them to invite you in as bass. Could you imagine listening to you on bass, th those two on their instruments? Oh, and Kenny Olsen. And, and Kenny all Olsen on guitar. Yeah. What a friggin' night that would be. I would, I would be out of my mind. I would do it in a second. Then I'm going to tell Scott Page. He's got yeah, we'll to, tell him that he's, he's got, got to, to do it. it. When they open the dome, you know the dome in L.A.? The Wiz yeah. Dome. The Wiz, you lay there, you get loaded on uh, contact high pot, and you watch the beautiful graphics <laughs> on the ceiling. Yeah. I would go crazy to, first of all, meet you in person and give you a big hug, and also listen to your bass, which is phenomenal. And you'd be working with two of the greatest in the business. Scotty is one of my favorite people. I love Scott. Scott's yeah. a very close to your friend. So wait, let me go back now. I want to do some bragging because last time we had you on, first of all, you guys, before I was interrupted, he's not just like a bass player. He's like you one were not of, interrupted. He's like one of the best bass players in the history of music, you guys. He's so badass, it's not even funny. And he's you know, very and playing, mild. The, playing the bass is not an in, easy instrument. And that's what you see when you watch him on his YouTube channel. So last time I talked about some of the people he's played with i want to talk again this time i brought bringing up different people okay um ones that i actually like like a lot like for example 
you played. So we went to an uh, event in, in New Jersey and we were interviewing the celebrities. It was like one of those signing things. And they always let us mm -hmm. in to interview. And, and we interviewed, I didn't Ron interviewed Barbie Benton, which had, she oh, had yeah. thou thousands of people in line to go get a picture with Barbie Benton. Yeah, but listen to my little yeah, but wait, but he played based on her album, according to your yeah, Wikipedia. Let me, tell you the, let me tell you the Barbie Benton story. Um, Mr. Blackwell, the designer and yeah. critic, who is my best buddy, we were like brothers, passed away. And she was sitting next to me, Bobby. Uh, Bobby, Benton. Bobby Benton was sitting next to me. And I was checking her out as a gay guy would. And I said, what is this broad gut that all the men go nuts for? Well, the ankles were perfect. The calves were magnificent. The thighs were gorgeous. The waist was beautiful. The tits were fabulous. The neck was nice. The face was gorgeous. And the hair was un unbelievable. <clears throat> and I sat there and I said, my God, this is God's greatest creation. Now let's see if she's a bitch. And I, of course, she was very unhappy. We all were. And I began speaking to her and she was minimal in conversation. So I was with uh, Tippy Hedren. Mm -hmm. We were kissing and making out and drinking. As one and, would. Yes. <laughs> yeah, no, seriously, Tippy Hedren and I were kissing a lot. We love each other. And we were drinking a lot, so we were loaded. And I didn't see Bobby until the uh, night of that convention. And the line was huge. And when I sat, I mean, say huge, like huge, huge. Like and when I sat down and spoke to her, she said to me, Ron, I'm so sorry. <laughs> She said, I'm so sorry that I really wasn't very friendly when I met you. She said, but now that I know who you are, I'm comfortable. She said, most men, when I sit next to them, try to touch me, talk dirty. <laughs> I thought to myself, what else? <laughs> what else and, is there? Yeah, and I looked at her and I said, Bobby, so what's new? I said, if I was straight, I would have thrown you down on the floor and started banging you. Well, she started to laugh. <laughs> she went to start. She gave me a hug and a kiss. So Bobby, she's still and, gorgeous. Yeah. So Bobby and I are friends now because she's comfortable around gay men, but not yes. too comfortable around straight men. What, what we cut her album at um, A and M Studios in Studio um, Two, or yeah, it was Studio Two. And the most delightful thing was. Um, she came in and, and brought a plate of, she made um, chocolate chip cookies for everybody. You know, and, and That's fab. it was just like the, the most delightful gal. And, and that was at like the height of the Hugh Hefner time and all that. And yeah. everybody would, you know, like kind of draw, you know, jaw drop when she was in there. And she came in the studio with the players and everybody just hung out yeah. with her. And, you know, and she's she, a regular uh, broad. About, yeah. four, about 40 years ago, I was good friends with Janice Pennington, mm -hmm. the, mo the model on uh, what's Price it? is Right. Price is Right. Yeah. And she and Bobby were best friends, and they had an antique shop up in Colorado in Aspen. And that's the first I ever heard of Bobby uh, Benton. Um, Janice so wait, I want to move from Barbie Ben. I've got, I got. Uh, okay, go. So, so going from Bar I picked out a few people just because Ron knows yeah. them, and I thought it would be fun. And then I'll give a list of some of the other just amazing okay. people you've worked with. Sure. So, uh, I'm a huge fan. Before I even met Ron, um, of like the cabaret Broadway singers, and you played on Peter Allen's "I Could Have Been a Sailor," which is a great album according to your Wikipedia. Uh, I love. And I Ron love was very good friends with him. I Peter, love Peter. Peter. Peter, I love Peter Allen. Peter was. Oh my God! I, I, when I think back at his birthday party that they had on 14th Street in that big, big place, we were in the Michael Todd room, 
And I walked in, and there was Peter Allen stoned out of his bird, laying in a sofa half on the floor, (laughs) making out with the most filthy, disgusting-looking motorcycle creature you could ever see in your life. And I said to the friends I was with, I hope that guy doesn't have AIDS. And sadly, Peter was doing a benefit with me for my Have a Heart Fund. Mm-hmm. And he was he was going to be the star. And Anita Gillette yeah. met, met me at lunch. And she said, Ron, uh, Peter will not be in your show. And I said, why? She said, because he's very ill. You knew he had HIV. And I said, no, I didn't know that. And Peter soon after passed away. Yeah. I was devastated. Um, I remember going to the Dakota to a party at Peter's place. And uh, we walked in the room, and the room was crowded with gay guys, and in the middle was Lauren Bacall. Mm-hmm. And, and another character, Riot. Of a, but Peter Allen was, God, what? Oh, I, I could cry right now. What a sweet friend. Yeah. So, how was that? How was it playing oh. with the, on that? Was it fun? I bet it was a blast. It, it was so much fun, and we got him to lay on the piano. Yeah, he's, he's <laughs> Peter was a camp. Peter I have was a, a camp. I have a real good, a, a real quick Lauren Bacall story. Um, love love in, her. I was in Australia with Phil Collins, and we were staying at the Siebel Townhouse in Sydney. And I was in the gift shop, and all of a sudden this woman comes walking in, and she's looking at some stuff. And I realized it's Lauren Bacall. And some other guy comes walking in and starts talking to her, really annoying, you know, like he, he would not leave her alone. And finally, she, she gave him the hint, and he finally walked out, and she turned and looked at me, and she said, what a fucking asshole. Yep. <laughs> and I thought, and I thought yep. if, if words are ever going to pass between me and Lauren Bacall, what a fucking asshole was really pretty cool. Lauren Bacall, I, I've been to a few parties, and I never got really close enough to know her, but I could hear her language. Lauren Bacall was like a sailor. Yeah. Now, my ex-friend's brother had a $1,000 plate luncheon for Lauren Bacall to give to her favorite charity, and they wanted me to cover it. And I went to the room, I forgot where it was, where there were like 12 or 15 chairs, and not a chair for me. <clears throat> and I said to somebody, don't I get to sit down? Am I supposed to stand up the whole time while everybody's eating? They, I, and I'm going to eat standing up because they were giving me a plate for free. And uh, like, you're going to give me the book. And uh, <laughs> and Lauren said to me, what are you doing? I said, I have nowhere to sit. She said, come here, sit on my lap. I said, I'm heavy. <laughs> no, I'm serious. I'm heavy. No, that's great. That's and, and I almost sat, you know, I sort of held myself up. And she said, get comfortable, honey. She said, you know, a, she didn't curse, but she said, whatever. Now, yeah. time after that, there's a party at, I forgot whose house in the Dakota. Uh, maybe Peter's or somebody's. And I got to talk to Lauren and she was delightful, but yeah. she was bombed. She was bombed. And at that time she was saying something very nasty about President Kennedy, thinking back in retrospect. And that's when she started cursing. She didn't care for him much. <laughs> Interesting lady, but quite yeah. a, and a superstar. Quite, I mean, she's a huge well, star. But oh, I yeah. was, what I was impressed by was her size. You know, I always thought Bogey was a little man. Bogey had to be a little bigger than I thought because Bacall was big. She was a tall, broad-shouldered. But I think he wore lifts. Oh, he had to wear spikes because, yeah. Yeah. because <laughs> Bet- Betty, as everybody called her, Betty Bacall yeah. was t- a tall girl. 
I, I miss so, that too. Also, okay, so then uh, I'm going to do a list of some of the other people you play with, but I just want to know, did you actually play on Air Supply song Goodbye? Because that's like my one of my favorite I songs love Air ever. Supply. Yeah. We, ha we had yeah. them on the show, but Goodbye is one of my favorite songs of theirs. Yeah. And, uh, and I know that's the album that you played on, according yeah. to your Wikipedia. Your Wikipedia, everybody, you guys got a Wikipedia Leland Scar because like he, he there's so many people's albums that he's played on, you can't even list them all. It takes up like like, I don't know, 24 inches of the computer screen of Wikipedia. But here's some of the other amazing bands that I didn't mention last time. America, Vanessa Carlton, Bette Midler, uh, Stephen Bishop, who's been on the show, Dave Navarro, who I went to a party with, Randy Newman, Laura Branigan. So did you play on the Gloria song? Um, I did one version of it. Uh, I, I did two, uh, her album, but I think we did two versions of Gloria, and I'm not sure if that's the one that's on that ended up being the singer. It's either me or Bob Glaub. I love that. Kim Carnes, yeah. David Cassidy, Holland Oates, Donna Summer, Ricky Martin, Lisa Loeb, Chris Christopherson. He also toured with like Carol King and Phil Collins and James Taylor and Jackson Brown and Toto, which Phil Collins, some reason I didn't know that. Phil Collins is one of my all time like favorites, like ever. I've mine, seen mine too. I've seen him in concert like three times and I saw Genesis in concert once they're like fabulous and then the other night because you played on some movies and the other night i watched phantom of the paradise because that's the very first movie i was ever allowed to go see by myself i was like wow. 10 years old wow. and it was the first movie i ever went to go see by myself and i watched it the other day uh, legally blonde is one of my all-time favorite movies message in a bottle is a great movie and the other night we were watching tv because i'm friends with brian Krauss, and we were watching sleepwalkers yeah and you played on sleepwalkers which is a great movie you guys you guys got to see it it's really good um which yeah, is it's a, it's amazing a real cult film. it's a real cult film yes it is you know, you know my my best buddy in the i'm bragging name dropping and i don't give a shit please please my, my best buddy my sister my mother my lover my girlfriend my everything was jane russell mm. and and we were we were like family and Jane said to me one day, my God, Ron, you know more celebrities than I do. And now I'm going to say to you, Leland, my God, you know more celebrities than I do. And I know a lot of celebrities. I well, mean, who, we, who don't we'll, we'll you get, know? We'll get together and really we'll just corner the market. Yeah, oh, absolutely. You know, my, the, the thrills of my life were knowing Betty Davis, another one with the filthy mouth. I mean, yeah. Fuck was her favorite word. Like I said before on the show, I love the way she inhaled a cigarette and drank scotch at the same time and then said, oh, that was a fucking nice party. I went, you know, I mean, she was an incredible old broad. I knew her right before she passed away. Yeah, uh, I, I went to a party at Melissa Manchester's house and she was I love there. her. And and we walked in and saw Betty sitting there and holding court and just kind of went. Holy shit, that, that's that's Betty Davis. I mean, it was kind of like I remember going to the uh, Amundsen Theater and I saw this really terrible play there called A Matter of Gravity. And it really just didn't do anything for me. But Catherine Hepburn was starring in it, you know, and I thought, man, I, that's Catherine Hepburn. I mean, I, there's, people, there's certain people that you kind of sit there and you go, holy shit. That's I, I met her on a park bench in Central Park. Oh, how great. I, I was walking. No, it's not great. I was walking oh. through the park and I noticed it was Kat Netburn. I was maybe 17 or 18. And I went right and sat down next to her. I said, you're Captain Hepburn, aren't you? And she said, yes, I am. And I said, oh, what are you doing here? She said, the same thing you are. She said, I'm reading a script. If you'll excuse me, now go. And I got up and left. I, and I said, I was walking away. Fuck her. She, she's no Joan Crawford or Betty Davis. You know? Yeah, you could you, you could have read with her. 
and helped her. No, she wasn't. She was, and I was an adorable little boy. She wasn't even nice, charming, or whatever. But then they said she was a a, a mean dyke anyway. You know, one of those tough dykes. So probably that's why. Yeah. She wasn't yeah. nice. Now, had it been I, I would have been a little more friendly. I mean, of course, I sat down next to her, which was a little bit pushy. But you know, I'm a pushy guy. Well, you have to be. I mean, you, if you, the worst that happens is somebody blows you off. The the best that happens is you have a nice moment. Oh, it, it, was, it wasn't a nice moment, and you know no, what? But it's it a left, shame. It left a bit of taste in my mouth about Kate Hepburn because yeah. I never really watched when TCM would run her movies. I didn't watch, Fuck and her. I think Fuck I think oh, wait, wait, <laughs> I think I mentioned I think I mentioned something about this once to Betty at lunch, Betty Davis at lunch, and I think she said something back to me. If I'm not if I'm not making it up. Yes, she is, but she has wonderful cheekbones. Well, there's so there was a good quality in there. So Teresa Sabin joined us. Say hi to Teresa Leland. Hi, Teresa. There you go. So let's go back, you guys. So Leland's got a book, and it's uh, available to order now. It's coming out in December. It's called Everybody Loves Me. You can go to LelandSklarsBeard.com. It's 6,000 6, pictures of people shooting a bird. Many, many superstar celebrities and many, many people, nobody knows who they are. Like, how did you, how did you actually approach that? What do you go up to somebody and say, Hey, can I take a picture of you shooting a bird? No, I say, Hey, give me the finger. <laughs> and and they, if, they, if they kind of look at you, like, what do you mean? I go, come on. <laughs> and, and out of the 12,000 photographs I've taken, I've probably had 14 people say no. So most people are thrilled to do it. Hey, and Leland, Leland, I'm going to interrupt you. Okay. We we have, well, I'm on, how long am I on this fucking show? Nine Ten, years. Nine years. We have two guests a week. How many people is that? Thousands of people. <laughs> I want to say this to you and no smoke up your ass, no bullshit. You are one of my favorite people. Oh, I really you. look so, when, when Jimmy, I said to Jimmy, who's on coming up in the weeks to come? whatever and he said you are and i said oh i can't wait <laughs> oh, you are you are you. <laughs> no 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 let me tell you something our dogs are going crazy um everybody must love you that knows you so i think if you ask them to give you the finger they'd be happy to you know what? to do that book it, yeah I think you're just a special person what? you really are thank you so much man no uh, bullshit. I, I don't do this to most people. No, but I feel the same way. I, when I when Eileen told me I was going to be able to come back on with you guys, I was thrilled because this was one of my very one of the highlights of my year was during your show. And I hope so. And I would come back anytime you guys want. Oh, you're going to come back. All you're going to come back. You're yeah. my, Actually, we're doing. You know, a I do have favorites like Sadie Katz is coming on and oh great, Mar and Marcel is coming on right now after you. Yeah, and so I, I love. I love he's a brilliant uh, director director yeah. and his film blind you must see Actually, yeah. Leland, we what we do on December twenty third, which they were going to cancel yeah. our show, but we're not going to cancel it now because our fabulous engineer uh, Rebel said she'll uh, she'll let us do it. Um, so on December twenty third, we do our Christmas show, and we bring all our favorite celebrities on for like cameos to come talk to everybody, and we'll have like ten of them on. So we're going to put you on the list as one of the people to join us for oh, yeah, for December twenty. We have CC Peniston coming on. We have a whole oh, bunch great. of really fun people coming. It'll be a blast. And you'll probably know half of them. Yeah, you'll know them all. Oh, Scott, oh, Scott Page Scott, will come. Scott Page will be on everybody that we mentioned. Oh, uh, fabulous! Come yeah, in. so it'll be it'll be a lot of fun. So Absolutely. okay, so 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 it's you guys be like a quadro screen stream. Yeah, yeah there'll be like ten of us on. It'll be fun. Oh, um, so great. so you guys go to LelandSklarsBeard.com. 
Um, you can follow him on Instagram. It's Leland.Sklar. He's uh, Spoonie Lee with a number one after it on Twitter. Uh, his YouTube channel is, what is it, just like the Leland it's just Sklar? Leland Sklar. Just Leland, Leland Sklar, which he plays bass on like all of now, most of the songs that you play on your show are those songs that you actually played on those people's yeah, records. Yeah, the whole the essence of it was. If I have a minute, I'll explain how. You this have all time. Happened. We have about ten minutes left. So okay, great. Um, when we we hit the past couple of years, we were out with Phil Collins doing his "Not Dead Yet" tour, and I had some people write to me when this pandemic began and said, you know, we saw you guys, but we were in like a stadium. And they said, you know, we could hear you, but we really couldn't hear all the details and stuff. So what I thought I would do is I, I had the, our sound, front of house sound guy sent me our show from Adelaide, which was a real good show. And I, I just started with the first song. Every day I added another song. And what I would do is I have my laptop sitting there and I have a little, um, Bose speaker next to it, and I would play the track through that, but I have a bass amp next to me, so I would talk about the song and then play over the song, so the bass is the loudest thing. You hear the track, but the bass is there, and about three songs into it, people started writing going, we love your YouTube channel, and I'm going, what are you talking about? And they go, oh, no, your new channel, and I'm going, what channel? Because I didn't know it would turn into a channel. I was just trying to show some bass parts. <laughs> and and at this point now, since March, I, I think I've got about 360 videos up. Um, I've done one every single day since the pandemic began. I just did Randy Newman this morning. I did Bonnie Raitt yesterday. What and, Randy Newman song did you do? Um, I, I did, um, oh God, which ones did I do? I'm, I'm, I'm blank. I'm so enthralled being with you that my mind's really blind. <laughs> I love that you song, know, I Love L.A. and Christmas oh, yeah. in Cape Town and I Love L.A. I'm a huge Randy Newman. Not not yeah. so much his Disney songs as much as his no, own stuff. Randy's is one, and whole, the whole Newman dynasty, start, you know, with Alfred and all the film scores and stuff, and David Newman's amazing and stuff. But But what I've done is every song I've put up, is a song I've played on and I show, and, and some of this, it's a challenge because I'll get up and I'll think of a song that maybe, like uh, the other day I did um, Gypsy Woman, Brian Highland. And that was one of the first things I ever recorded. And I had to go back 50 years to, to find that one. Um, but um, but it's become a- I, I remember that one, don't make yeah. fun of it. <laughs> no, no, I, I think it's a great record. And Brian's it still is. out there working, which is fantastic. I mean. To come from itsy bitsy teeny weeny yellow polka dot bikini. Bikini, was, right? Um, I, I want to say something else, Leland. Yeah. What I really think is wonderful about your book is, years ago we didn't have cell phones to use as cameras, and it was very rude to photograph a celebrity without makeup or being positioned yeah. properly. So we never thought of being all the wonderful celebrities like Peter Allen. I don't think I have any yeah. pictures. Maybe one or two. Betty Davis, I think I've won. Uh, we, I don't have a, a photograph history of all yeah. the people I've known and the places we've been. But your book is wonderful. It's history because you've got pictures with you and every celebrity you know in that book. And here's I, my, and, here's and my and parents. I, oh my God, that's so fat. He's got a beard too. But <laughs> I, I, I really envy. Oh, and then look. Wait, I really envy your book because I wish well, I had I wish I had one like it of all of my years and well, the people I knew. It's interesting to me when I've done interviews, inevitably somebody says, is there anything you regret in your career? And and my go-to answer is 
from the very first day I walked into a recording studio that I didn't have a camera. Yeah. And just to take a picture of artists, engineers, yeah. musicians, studios that are long gone, they've been bulldozed down decades ago. I, I really, in hindsight, because when you're starting your career, it's, it's a day by day thing. You never see that you're actually going to have history. Um, and so it never occurred to me, even if it was an Instamatic 110 or something like that. Anything, that, a black and white, anything. Yeah. Uh, yeah. A Kodak. Yeah. The only that. one I have a lot of pictures of, of course, is Jane, Jane Russell. Yeah. Because we did things together, but that's my private collection pictures. Yeah. And I posted only the ones where she had on her hair and makeup. I yeah. didn't post any of the, uh, the, the what, you know, swimming in the pool and hanging out at the house. Yeah. I, won't do, I won't do that because I want her image to remain the glamorous woman. And what was. an image. What an image. Oh, she God. was a sweetie. She was a nice human being. She yeah. was as beautiful inside as out. That's a little so great to hear. Yeah. A little testy. She could good, be a little. Good. She could be. She she was tough. If you fucked around with her, she gave it back to you. She was no. Well, like Joan Rivers no. was like that. You know, I mean, Joan was great. I, I remember we were staying in the like in the Meridian Hotel in New York, and Joan was there. And she came outside, and there was some a bunch of construction workers working across the street, and they started giving her a bunch of shit. And man, she embarrassed them. So, I mean, she like came went on them. It was like so beautiful to watch. Oh, yeah. I, I I was in <laughs> I was in Joan's company in a limo between Joan and Debbie Reynolds. Wow. Okay, wow. we had gone to the club where she tried out all her jokes, and Debbie came, and I knew Debbie very well because of Jane, Jane Russell, and Debbie were good yeah. friends. And then they were going into the limo, and Debbie said, "Come on, sit with us," because they were waiting for somebody else to come out of the uh, left club. Clown Club, whatever the hell it was called. Yeah. Well, those two broads together, let me tell you, I said to them, oh, if only a camera were here, do we have the show of shows? And then Debbie said, yeah, but it would be XXXXXXXXXX rated. Yeah, she was a trip. What a mouth on her. Yeah. She was sitting on that limo saying those fucking jokes. I don't know where they write these stupid motherfuckers. They write these shit for me, and I got to go up there and make them sound good. And Debbie said, oh, tell me about it. You got to see the shit I had to do in my time. I mean, they were going back and forth. I wish I had a tape recorder or a camera. And then the other time I saw Joan, I was at a, I was doing a big drag benefit at the Manhattan Center in New York, and Joan Rivers was one of the celebrity guests. Did we tell you that, that he used to do drag? Yeah, years ago. I did Jane Russell, by the oh, way. Oh, fantastic. I, I impersonated her. Anyway, um, uh, yeah, well, anyway, uh, Joan was in the green room, and what I found was off stage, she was not funny. She was a very serious lady. This is Ron. This is Ron in drag. As, oh, it's fantastic. As a... You got, you could, there it goes. That's Ron as Jane Ron. Russell. That's yeah. how I got to meet her. You know what? You're gorgeous. What in, You're gorgeous. Well, he is. What in person? As a man and a woman. What? Yeah. In, oh, stop it. What impersonator gets to be the dearest and best friends with the person he impersonated for forty-six years? Yeah, and then here's him with her, uh, with Jane. Hang on. Yeah. How do I get there? My beautiful Jane. Oh That's, yeah. There we go. That's them together. Oh. My beautiful. Be beautiful Jane. I miss her all the time. Yeah. Not because she was a celebrity. I miss her because she was a woman who cared about her friends. Had heart. She had heart and she yeah. truly loved you. If she, she she didn't like too many people, but if she loved you, she really loved you. Yeah. 
Yeah, people like that are you really cherish those kind of relationships. And you don't find too many in show no. business. No, not at all. Well, let me tell you something else. Yeah. We did, we did uh, at the Cinema Paradiso in Florida, we did a thing together. And uh, one of the reporters said to me, the, the paparazzi were shooting her. And they said to me, Excuse me, sir, but would you mind going to the left? We want Miss Russell alone. And she heard that and she grabbed my hand and she said, You get the hell over here. She said, You're my escort. And wow. she wouldn't she wouldn't let me get off the stage. Good for her. Yeah. Actually, too, there's somebody, Susanna Jones, has joined us in the chat room. Hi, Susanna. Hi, Susanna. She wants to know if every picture in the book is somebody shooting a bird, which I said yes, yes. but I thought you could tell. Yes, her. yes. 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 Everybody's That's shooting a bird. There's famous people and not famous people, and there's There's Leland. children, there's babies, there's everything. Is there um, babies, really? This book is a riot. Hold oh on. my God! Who wants to see a, ba a babe? That's hilarious. I, I can't. My wait. sister would have a heart attack if I had her kid like shoot a bird. So, uh, I, I I can't wait for. Uh <laughs> I cannot. Wait. How awesome is that? What a um, great idea! Um, that is the, the thing. Is the thing about the book is there's a, a finite amount of ways of doing this. Faces are infinite, and yes. and to me the thing that really is captivating in the book is. When you empower somebody to do this, the look that you get, everything from this to like, ah, kind of. <laughs> so it's really, it's really a comment on humanity. Uh, it's not just the finger is really like something that gets you in the door. But it's like when I do, did Jack Black. Jack goes, you want balls or no balls? You know what I mean? <laughs> so, if I were going to do that book, you know what I would do? There you go. Two-fingered. Absolutely. You know, or you, or you could even... <laughs> <laughs> no, it's it, it's it's really one of these things that you know some people kind of go, why would you want to look at that? And then when they start looking at it, it's they, fun. They can't put it. They can't put it down. It's called fun, folks. Yeah. So you guys, to pre-order the book, all you got to do is go to LelandSklarsBeard.com. L-E-L-A-N-D-S-K-L-A-R-S-B-E-A-R-D.com. Thank and, you. Uh, do you have a Do you have a fan page on Facebook or no? Um, there's a fan page, but I don't go to it that much. I pretty much you go to my personal page um, when I'm not thrown off because I'm kicked off of Facebook constantly. <laughs> um, you know, uh, I'm the opposite end of Zuckerberg's concept of what's community standards. Yes, I know. I get get everybody I know yeah. has problems, so that's it's a okay. whole other thing. But, yeah, that's a whole other well, thing. Well, I got to tell you, Leland, I'm going to be so excited Christmas time to open your book. When it, when it comes, it'll be the best Christmas gift I will have all year. Well, my only regret is that that you're not in it, but you will. No, that's time, okay. I no, want to no. be in the next one. Yeah, because you guys are really something very special, and uh, I'd be proud to have you displayed. But we that will do it. We and will I'd, do so it. I'd be do so it. proud to be in your book. Um, like I said, you're one of the nicest people on our show. I've had a couple of real son of a bitches that I hated. One time I walked off the show. Because really? the person, oh, the person was an animal. I, you know, Angelina Jolie, Angie Voigt, is grew up in my house. I don't know if you know that. She was my daughter Deirdre's best friend for years. Oh, cool. And this, and this guy came on and he started blasting her. I mean, saying the most horrible things. And I said, you don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Yeah. She's one of the nicest, kindest, sweetest, most caring, generous, giving people in the world. She's got a heart bigger than she is. You don't even know her. I know her since she was five or six years old. Yeah, she she played in my house, I swam in our pool. I mean, how do you talk about somebody you've never met? 
And I just, and he kind of kept going on that she was this, she, and I just got up and I walked off the set. Good. I, I couldn't deal with it because what, what was his problem? Yeah. I mean, and we he, don't ever bash anybody. Wait, Our did, show's about having a good fucking yeah, time. That's and what it's all about. That's wait, right. right. Leland, he didn't, he didn't even know her. He never met her. Some so people, what, some people are just assholes. Oh, this one was a big ass. And we just want to have fun. Like your yeah. book. I think your book is one of the funnest things ever. And the fact that, yeah. you know, not everybody can roll with the jokes and the profanity and all the stuff. So the fact that you ride with it makes you the most awesome guest on the planet, besides being an incredibly talented musician and artist. So so we think it's fabulous. And we want to thank you for coming on. You guys follow him on uh, all his follow. First of all, the most important thing is to watch his YouTube channel, you guys, because he's putting up videos every day. He's fabulous. Just uh, Google Leland Sklar on search for it on youtube and you'll find it follow him on instagram it's leland.sklar and on twitter which he has no twitter following because he's not really there it's spoonie, i don't know i hate twitter spoonie lee with the number one either. listen where do you live again colorado i'm in pasadena no, in pasadena oh give me a break okay yeah. listen private conversation we're having lunch soon with scott page and his wife uh wayne yeah, and we're going to Pasadena to have lunch. Oh, please, let's so, hook up. So we'll hook yeah, you up. So hook up with us. Oh, and we'll have a, we'll Absolutely, have a great, we'll have a great lunch. It Absolutely. would be fabulous. Yeah, yeah definitely, we'll we'll do it. We we'll love get, it. We'll get to meet in the so, flesh. Leland, you're a superstar. We love having you on the show. Thank you so much. Good luck. Happy Thanksgiving happy tomorrow. Thanksgiving happy, to happy. And uh, we'll see you for our Christmas show. Right. Happy I, I, I look forward bird. to it. And I have to say, from the bottom of my heart, I really love you two guys. And I love you, you back. You know what? You're a, you're a good heart. Love you're it. a dear heart, and you're a sweet guy, and that's why you got so many people to good do your things. That's right. Finger. That's yeah. right. All right, Leland. Take care, Leland. Here's a bird for happy, you. Happy, <laughs> happy Thanksgiving. <laughs> All right. Bye-bye, Leland. Thank you. Happy Thanksgiving. Oh, my God. How fabulous. He's such a cool guy. I really care for this guy a lot. I'm not bullshitting when I say it. He's got such a nice, warm personality. He's open. He's giving. He's a kind gent. And I can't wait to have lunch with him and Scott and, and, uh, and John Wayne. I call her John Wayne. That's how I remember Scott Page's wife's name, Wayne. So, so real quick, you guys, you can listen to. We're going to bring Marcel in in just a sec. Uh, you can listen to the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell on our home station, the fabulous W4CY Radio, with our fabulous engineer Rebel, and it's a Dean K. Piper uh, uh, radio station, and he's a super cool guy. We're also on. Yeah, he's okay if you like him. You know, you got to like that time. <laughs> Yeah. He's also on K4 right. HD. I bet you Dean's listening in. Thank He's you. also on K4 HD radio uh, in uh, Los Angeles, Jackalope Radio in St. Louis, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Audio Boom, Podomatic, SoundCloud, iTunes, Spreaker, Apple TV, Podbean, Spotify, and Pandora on television. You can see us on Comcast, YouTube, Vimeo, and Jimmy Stars World Television. Um, it's and always Dean, a lot and, of fun. And, and Dean, if you're spying in on our show, have a happy Thanksgiving. Stay safe. Baby. Absolutely. You and the family. And we love you. And chat room. We've got such a fabulous chat room. So many people have joined us. Teresa Saban joined us. Hello, Teresa. I hope everything is going well with you. Um, Dave from Stars Now UK showed up. Um, Sorry, Dave. No tits and ass today. You're going to have to be, you know. But the guy who did Blind, who's coming on next, uh, he has Sarah French, who was one of the, the beautiful, beautiful girl that was coming, on a couple of weeks ago. She, Sarah, she, was on. She, she was on already like yeah. three weeks ago. Yeah, I know, but she's going to be coming back on because she has another thing she's pushing. Oh, okay. So we'll bring her back on. We love her. She's beautiful. Yes, she and, is. Um, all and, right. And so, so nice. Okay. So, okay. We can bring him in anytime you're ready now, Rebel. 
and uh, we'll bring in Marcel Waltz. Hello. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> oh my gosh, you look great. We haven't seen you in such a long time. Oh my God, yeah. When was it the last time? Was it May or something? When you I did don't the, know. The tour? Yeah, when we came to your house, your new, your new beautiful house, and uh, Rudiger was there, and we ate Chinese food. I know. <laughs> that was freaking awesome. All right, hold on. Let me make an introduction. Excuse me. We got to make the introduction. All right, everybody. Now we want to welcome to the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell. Really, honestly, one of the most talented indie film directors on planet Earth. Um, his name is Marcel Walsh. Hello, and welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you for having me. And it's nice to see you guys again. And here, let me introduce you, my cool, outrageous man about town co-host, the gorgeous Mr. Ron Russell. So now we have two beauties. <laughs> Mar Marcel knows who I am. <laughs> I am so grateful to you, darling, that you got into our show. I understand yeah, you were right? having difficulty getting in. Was that difficulty with your bra strap? <laughs> <laughs> I love you, baby. How's Dom? How's Dom? Dominico. Well, is he, um... is he working? Is he flying? Yeah, he's in China right now. Good. Oh, we're wishing well, him all the best. That's not so well, good. Well, I'm sorry that he's not here, but I'm glad that he's making money. So yeah. good. I'm glad he's in China. Also, we have a we have a <laughs> chat room full of people. So say say hi to everybody in the chat room. Hello. Um, Angela Joseph is there. Say hi oh. to Angela because oh, you know man. her. And um and Don Hinton, who is a big fan of Blind in your film. So oh. say hi to Don. <laughs> anyway, before we get started with the uh -oh. publicity bullshit, no, no, I'm not going to, I don't, you think I'm going to talk to you the way I talk to you in person, that all you do is show cleavage? I mean, I'm not going to tell people <laughs> that. He wears his shirts open to his navel, he shows his little That's city. why okay. I want to check it, and who do you I think? figured that, That's, I figured. And if you guys want to see those pictures, you can follow him on Instagram, he's yeah, Marcel all, all Waltz underscore official. <laughs> gay, gay, it's called Gay Cleavage. So all of you guys out there that are into pecs, go watch Gay Cleavage. Me Meanwhile, darling, sweetheart, best friend, yeah. I love you. I've invited you and Sh and Sarah and uh, Joe out here and Dom, of course. So we have to get some kind of a date when this virus is over. Yeah. And you could come and enjoy Parma Spiringza. Now, story, quick. I'm in the car with Jimmy. We're driving to Wait. L.A. <laughs> and I said, I said, no, shut your mouth. It's about your fucking movie. So I said to Jimmy, ugh. Oh, another shitty film we have to go to. I'm so bored with these red carpets and all these crappy films. He said, yeah, but Marcel's a nice guy. I said, nice guy has nothing to do with a shitty movie. Meanwhile, we drive in, we get out of the car, we park, we walk, we go in the theater, we smile at everybody, I'm acting happy. We go sit down. I said to Jimmy, Sarah French is, is tits and ass. She doesn't, she can't act. What kind of, is she starring in this crappy movie? <laughs> so Jimmy said, yes. Well, and I also said, please be polite. <laughs> yeah. Well, let me, tell, let me tell you something. Ten minutes into that film, I turned to Jimmy and I said, oh, Sarah is great. She's a fabulous actress. When the film was over, I said to Jimmy, this is the best movie I have ever seen and the best red carpet. I'm so happy I'm here. Marcel did a brilliant brilliant job with directing Sarah. Instead of Sarah being a hysterical screaming broad like they all are in these stupid movies, she took it inside. And you felt her pain because Marcel told her what to do. The movie is wonderful. The story is not a chop em up stupid, no, no mentality movie. It's a thriller. It gets you going. And while you're watching it, you go, oh, oh, 
It's got so many of those. <gasps> so watch your popcorn and floating. <laughs> all over yourself. Don says she's seen it twice. It's fabulous. I love. She also Lauren. said she didn't know that you had an accent, so she's all like yeah, excited. He's, a, he's a, from Germany. They're he's talking about how gorgeous you are. Oh, he's, he's even <laughs> cute. He's even cuter in person. Yes, you guy. He is gorgeous. And you he guys. has a nice little ass also. He's very cute. <laughs> he's not bad. If I were one in twenty, I'd steal him from Dom. <laughs> But since I'm 112, oh, so let's go. So first of all, you guys, we're talking about his most recently released yes. film. It just came out two weeks ago yes. or so. It's called Blind, you yes. guys. It's written by Joe Netter. It's uh, we want to give props to everybody. Terrific um, writer, Joe writes beautifully. Uh, it stars Sarah French, which was on, she was on two weeks ago. She's so fabulous in and this film. Won many awards for this film. Uh, your cinematographer, which I looked up because you've like used him on a couple of films, Thomas Rist, he did a great job. Yeah, um, he's super great. Uh, one of your producers, who we had Chinese food, Rudiger. How do I pronounce his last name? Kumarel. That's hard, probably for you guys. It's Kumarel. Kumarel. Okay. I don't think we had Chinese food. <laughs> yeah, we, we did. We had Mexican. food. Oh, we had Mexican food. Sorry. So he's old. He's seen. Oh, uh, was it Mexican or Chinese? Mexican. Well, it was probably Mexican then. Yeah. Yeah, Tom, it was probably Tom, Mexican. Tom went okay. and picked it up in the Mexican restaurant around the corner. So you guys, some of the people starring in the film, Tyler Gallant, which we haven't had on yet, Sarah French, Caroline Williams, Jed Rowan, who plays Pretty Boy, um, yes. uh, which we'll talk about that in a minute, Thomas Haley, Sherry Davis, Ben Kaplan, Jessica Galetti. Uh, and in this movie, you guys, uh, Joe Netter has created and Marcel has brought to life your newest, like, your newest iconic horror villain, uh, in in uh, Jed Rowan, who plays Pretty Boy. So talk a little bit about like that a little bit, because now now you have Michael Myers and you have uh, Jason, and now you have Pretty Boy. Yeah, um, I mean Pretty Boy. He's I I I don't think he's like he's like Michael Myers or Jason. He's some he's he's more deep because yes. even you you sometimes you feel for him. That's what my mom said when she watched the movie the first time. At the end, she was she she told me, well, I felt for him. Kind yeah. of. So, and that was a, a weird situation, or a weird thing, or weird feeling. So, um, uh, it's it's nice because we got all those merchandise deals with the costume and everything. It, it's nice to see the costume right next to Michael Myers and you know and Freddy Krueger yes. kind of stuff. That was that was a big big honor for all, me and the whole crew actually. Yeah. So tell everybody oh, wait, what our little on. thing about Pretty Boy is. Pretty Boy is a psychopath. Pretty Boy is a stalker. Pretty Boy could be dangerous, but we don't know for sure. Pretty Boy wears a mask because he's really grotesquely ugly. Um, Marcel posed, you know, for his picture. Uh, <laughs> yeah, right. Marcel is so grossly yeah, ugly. Right. Um, no, Pretty Boy is sort of a phantom, and that's what makes the film so intriguing, is you never know when he shows up. Yeah. Now, picture you are blind living in a beautiful home and someone is stalking you while you are taking a shower, or going to sleep. Or... It's a scary movie because it's something that we all fear. We fear the unknown. We fear the dark. And when you go to bed at night and the room is pitch black, somebody could be in that room staring at you, watching sure. you sleep. How would you like that? That's why I love the film, because the film lets you frighten yourself and there's some really the frightening film, parts wait, the film does not frighten you you frighten yourself yeah because it, all it's, the a, so, it's a word i think this is going to be the best film you've ever done i don't know if you could beat this one well, i don't know if you could do better 
I don't know either, but uh, we we shot we we just finished the second one, so let's see. I oh, think it's going to be I fabulous. I want to see this. Did you have? Can you send us? The no, they one? just finished shooting it. Like it takes like yeah, a year to fucking. Oh, it they didn't edit. You didn't edit it or anything. No. Oh, okay. <laughs> we're working on it already, so it's already in post production. So there you go. That's what, good. What, what's going on with the the movie I'm supposedly in? Uh, called wedding or the bride you're not bride. supposed to talk about it the, the title we could say <laughs> jimmy go fuck yourself the title i always tell him not to say anything no the title is the bride and i yeah. do not play the bride marcel does. well we will see it let's 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 see let's let's see let's talk after casting yeah <laughs> what did he say he said let's talk after casting maybe you'll play the bride <laughs> <laughs> Go back. Let's go back because I want to talk about some of his other films too. But I want to go back to Blind because you guys, this movie's out now. It's available uh, in all your digital download sites. It's available. Is it in like stores and like Walmart and places too? Actually, I have no idea. They had some. Uh, it, 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 they had some issues with the DVD order or there. I don't know on on Amazon and on on Walmart. I'm not sure if it's in Walmart, but you can order it through Walmart on that page. I heard it did okay. beautifully, and I heard it did well in Europe. Oh yeah. It went so we, had, um, we got some good releases there in in, in Russia, in Italy, in Germany next month. So yeah, we're doing good. And, and so how many should, awards wait, did it you should win? Should do very good in the Asian market because well, this is, we not sure, we I don't know. Oh yeah, it, it, um, they had a, um, a theatrical release in August there. And where China, Japan, um, South Korea. South there Korea. you go. Yeah, so wait, how many, a, how many, good, uh, how many awards did you win for oh, best horror film? I know there's a lot, hundreds of awards. On IMDb or one of those places, I think it said like nine, but I think there's more than that. I think it's with uh, with best actress and everything. I think we're eleven, uh, eleven or something. There you go. That's awesome. Well, it's worth it, you know. I remember but it's so weird because we won best drama, best horror, best uh, best uh, film noir. So so many different kind of genres. We won the. The, I the, love it. Or the categories. Yeah. What, what 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 I want to tell our listening or viewing audience is don't expect it to be the same boring story where 10 people go to a high school, one by one they get killed grossly, and then at the end the broad's running screaming like a moron. This is not one of those boring same do-over movies that so many people are producing today. This movie is interesting, intriguing, intelligent. Beautifully shot. Oh, beautifully shot, which I love. A steady camera doesn't make you want to vomit like some of these stupid <laughs> photographers. They and Sarah French Sarah is Sarah French phenomenal. is absolutely. Let's talk about Sarah French. She did a wonderful, amazing job. And she's a very dear friend. Mm -hmm. And um, I'm, I'm very thankful to have her and her, um, her hobby um, show in my life. Well, so let's talk a little bit about Sarah French. Okay. Her, her performance. You can overact or yeah. you can underact or you can be real. Mm -hmm. Sarah French was handling her role as a blind. Sarah French was a famous movie actress who went blind from a surgery. And now she's finding being blind difficult. She's in a, her Beverly Hills home not suspecting that a moronic, insane fan is living with her. That's all I'm going to tell you. That, that <laughs> That's plot, a lot. No, because <laughs> I want people That's to know. That's all of the movie anyway. <laughs> no, it's not all of the movie. No, not no. That's the story. It, yeah. it, it's, it's, the, it's the frightening part to think that this film is fictitious, but it could be real. 
Yeah. This could, I'm sure this has happened. In fact, I must tell you the story, and I swear on both my children, I am not lying. I'm not making this up. It's in Jane Russell's book. Jane Russell was asleep one night, and a man went up onto her balcony and got into her bedroom and laid next to her. And well, Jane, wait a minute, Jane Russell woke up. And all she said to the man was, I believe in Jesus. And she began praying to Jesus. And the man got up and left the bedroom and went down the balcony. And this is a true story. Get Jane Russell's book, her autobiography. She tells the whole story in it. I believe and it. Yeah, that's, um... <clears throat> it's yeah. frightening to think 400%. that the dark, the dark can have someone in it. Yeah, I think too. One thing we should give a shout out um, is to Joe Netter. Joe Netter is the significant Wonderful other, writer. significant other of Sarah French. Uh, I've known him for years. He's he's super duper duper talented writer. Oh, yeah. And I don't know that he uh, because he kind of like lets Sarah take like all the the, the spotlight and glory. But he's such a talent. Oh yeah. Um, well, his listen. Uh, what's this guy's name on that show now? Huh? Marcel. Marcel. <laughs> <laughs> Marcel was I'm only kidding. Marcel Marcel was lucky. He chose a great script, yeah. a fine actress, and mixed with his and a great team. Wait a minute, mixed with his talent as a European director. I find that European directors have a whole different mindset of what a film should look like. Here in the United States, most of these directors or writers do blow them up, chop them up, blood all over, and that's the movie. That anybody can do. But when you do what these three did, this this threesome, you're gonna no, I don't mean sexual threesome. You're such a pig. <laughs> I mean, you know, can, can you ever not stop thinking of sex? You're so adorable. But listen, um, I can't say more about the film except if you don't see it, you're a stupid idiot. Because you're gonna <laughs> no, you're gonna cheat yourself of a good time. And you're caught in the house, you, you know, you're, you're home. Go buy it. So he has three films, you guys, that he's that have released since we've known him, because um, we've known him since we moved here to California. I actually think we met him through Angela Joseph, if, if I'm not so, sure, yeah. um, through Angela and, Joseph. And um, but but when you were in Germany, you also did all kinds of German films, right? That we just don't see him here. So how did you decide like horror was your thing? Oh, that was um, very early. And my, I think I was. 12 years old or something that that was the time when i watched oh i saw the first time scream yeah and, great movie and, and after that that's i i i, I figured out okay that's what i want to do that is so cool but i love your technique of directing and i hope you stay with it because you hit a jackpot with this film I, um i don't think that's my that's just my style so i i i, I, I hope so it. i hope it, so it's it's um I think after all those years, I found something or I found my 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 style and what I like and what I can do. And people are fine with that or the producers are OK. He's that's that's OK. And that's a, that's a style we like. And I'm sick to it. That's fine. And I like it and I love it. And that's. Oh, I what, forgot. What I wait, wait a minute. Hang on. Hang on. If I have if I'm really fortunate enough to be in your film. I will let you direct me. You know I'm not easy. I usually tell the director what I like and what I don't like, what's authentic and what's not, and what could be done better. Because I'm an old school actor. I'm from 50,000 years ago when the actor and the director worked together to make the character great. But with you, I trust you. And I don't trust any of the other directors I've worked on. <laughs> but I trust you. 
And I know that you will make me a far better actor than I am already. I mean, look, at the end, it's, it's uh, a teamwork. Everyone, it's brings, everyone brings something for the movie and everyone is, every single person on set, uh, in post-production, in uh, pre-production, every single person is so important because that's the reason why the movie came together how it is. So, yeah, I know, but sometimes, I, I got to do this delicately, sometimes there's people that handle the film, that distribute the film, that tell the director what the actors should do. What the fuck do they know? They're only distributors. I mean, like you know who they are. Totally different, because Marcel does things that yeah, doesn't do that Yeah, you know what I mean? Way. And I was in a film where I was hired, and I was supposed to be a gay, campy minister, a fun-loving, wild minister. Well, when the distributors found out my character, they said, no, 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 no. He's got to be a straight, normal minister. Well, I said okay to it. When we shot it, I did a light in the loaf of gay minister, but not too obvious, but campy. Yeah. When the film well, that's what he was hired to do. When the film played at the red carpet afterwards, everybody came over and said, Ron, you stole the movie. Sadie Katz said to me, You stole the movie. Because the part that I played was light and airy, funny and humorous. And in a horror movie, you need to have happy to go with sad. You yeah. need to have relaxed to go with scary. Yeah. This director didn't know his ass from his elbow anyway, so it, it was a terrible situation. But I would definitely listen. I think you know your stuff well. As a young fellow, how old are you now? 12, 13, 18, 16? <laughs> I mean, what are you, jailbait? You're so cute. I know. The girl, I all the, everybody in the chat room was like talking about how cute you are. So well, hold on. Oh, one no, thing. you got to see him okay. in person, folks. Yeah, he's way better in looking person, in person. No, it, no, it's his mannerisms. In person, he, you want to grab him and hug him. He is so <laughs> adorable. He does all these little affliction. You know, he's just an adorable so we have, guy. We have a, a, someone who supports the show. She's fabulous. Her name is B. Claudia. She's in Germany. Yeah. She's actually right now saying she sees an interview that you did on Thrilling Kill in German. Yeah. And uh, she wants to know when the thing's coming out in German. But her name is B. Claudia. Say hi to B. Claudia. Hello, is she German or is she? Yeah, she's German. No, oh, she's German. Hello, Claudia. <laughs> there you go. And that's just because we've say, never had anybody who could say. Wait, say something very charming to her in German. Um, freut mich, dass du hier bist. Und um, der Film kommt raus am 4.12. Translation? No. <laughs> <laughs> hey, B, write in the chat room what that just meant. <laughs> you, know what he, you know what he probably said in German? Isn't Ron Russell the biggest asshole you've ever seen? <laughs> no, 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 no. She says hello. She's all excited. Actually, sure. Don wants to know who's... I don't know if you want to tell people that or not. Whose home was that in blind? I know whose home it was, but I don't know if you want people to know that or not. No, leave it as a set. Don't don't, don't give it away. You <laughs> oh, want to give okay. it away? You no. want to? It's up to you. It's up I, to you. I, I, think, I already I think... mentioned in so many interviews anyway. So oh, okay, yeah. okay, go ahead. It, it was your home. Yeah, it was my home. Yeah. Which was quite because beautiful. The funny right thing on... is... Um, do you know how the movie came about? Tell tell everybody. Um, Let's hear it. So one night, uh, it, that sounds cheesy and stupid, but it, that's that's the real story. So I had a dream. We we I saw all the the uh, the cast and the cameras and the film crew and in my house shooting a movie. And I I went to one guy and asked him, "Hey, you really think she she?" Are you sure she can't do or she can't see him or she can't do it because she's blind and blah 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 then i woke up and i got this feeling oh wait a second that's i 
I should write something down. And I wrote, I, I wrote the word blind down. On the next day, I went on a hike with my, um, with my dog, Chloe. And um, I, was, I was thinking all the time, is there, is there a movie about a blind girl uh, getting stalked by a super fan or a super creep, whatever? Um, and I couldn't think about anything. So I got a call from uh, Sarah French. And she asked him, hey, Marcel, you want to come over tonight? Uh, let's watch a movie and order pizza. Well, then we did. Um, and after eating the pizza, I told, I told them this, uh, my dream, about my dream. And told, hey, I had this dream, blah, 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 blah. And uh, Joe was standing there. That's, 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 a, that's interesting. So, and then we, we throw all those ideas in one pot and say, hey, what about this? And what about that? And here, what do you think about this idea? And Joe had so many great ideas. And um, I told him, yeah. And then we talked about how should the kill look like? And I told him, well, I, I, I was thinking like a, a baby blue old 80s suit with a candle mask. And that's how everything came together. And from that day, from that day, we had five weeks to wrap the movie. So we had two weeks pre-production. We shot the movie. And then, yeah, that's, that's the story. And you guys, well, they had actual masks, the red carpet. They had pretty boy masks for everybody to wear at right. the red carpet. Now, I'm going to ask you something probably. I shouldn't. I should do it in private, but I don't do that kind of shit. Our fans and the people that watch the show are like family. Um, I have written a script I think is fabulous. Jimmy loves it, and people are interested in it. It's called Il Regalo, which in Italian is the gift. I couldn't use the word, the title gift, because it was already done. Yeah. So I use it called Il Regalo. That sounds way better. In thinking of a director, I immediately thought of you, and then I thought of a few others, and I thought, no, I went back to you. I will send you the script when we yeah. have it uh, finished, you know, yeah, cleaned up. 100%. If you're interested, I would love, Jimmy, to hire you to be my director for this film. Send it over. I can't wait. Because this film is not a, it's going to be a couple of million dollar film. It's, it's going to be for either, a, it'll either be a TV series or a major movie. And I want Lainey Kazan as the star only because of her personality and a lot of other big names in it. So it's going to be quite an endeavor, which is going to take a lot of funding. Which has some horror, has some cool horror well, aspects, it's not, but it's, it's not, not a horror movie. It's not a horror movie. It's a thriller. I don't yeah. do horror movies. It's a thriller, but. I can't give it away, but when you read the script, you will find it very, very... We'll have it ready Very soon. different. You're going to find it's all New York, Brooklyn talk. It's about I love a it. Don't it's tell a, what it's about. No, it's about a Jewish woman who's married to an Italian man, and the story unfolds from there. It's a, it's a comedy, by the way. It's a black comedy, and it's fast-moving. Thriller black comedy. Thriller black. And I said to myself, I think while I was writing it, I, I had you in the back of my mind, and I said, I know what Marcel will do with this. And so I really. Uh, it's actually a huge compliment, honestly, because I think we have been to. I think we've probably been to 25 red carpets since we've lived here of indie films, you know, with all different directors and, to, and all different wait, groups. And of how people. about all of them in New York? Yeah, a, I know. I'm just talking about since we've in, been a here. A million in New York. And really, like, like your film, Blind is so much better than every other film that we've seen. And and these are all friends of ours, you know, but it's so well done. And it's hard because, you know, it insults all the other directors that we know. I know, because every but, time but, they come on, every any director that ever comes on, Ron goes, have you seen Blind? Well, you know what? No, 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 no. You know what? Listen to me. Listen, I'm 80 fucking years old, all right? I've been in the business 46 years. I've made 
dozens of television and movies. I had a big career in the film business. I remember when film was good and when horror movies were good. Then suddenly horror movies became trash to me. It was blow them up, stab them, kill them, bloody, gory, horrible. No story. I love that shit too. Yeah, because, <laughs> because you were brainwashed. Then Marcel comes along and he gives me a film that's meaty a film that i look at and i can enjoy i can i want to get in the film i wanted more when it was over i thought how long was that fucking movie 10 minutes you know (laughs) most of the horror how long was it 10 minutes after like i had to listen for an hour and a half driving in i can't believe we have to go see another one of these shitty films (laughs) what did i know i never saw your work marcel i'm a class movie well, you know, don't look at the people I knew in the business, Betty Davis, all those big movie stars. They did mon- mon- monumental films. And I suddenly meet Jimmy and I come into these $2 movies that stink. Now, we have friends that are directors, and I don't mean any offense to them. But there's always one better than most. And you are better than most. And I'm sorry if it offends them, but maybe they'll learn it's from you. that way because everyone has his own style. So maybe the it's... No, no, I hope they learn from you. But you uh, have a I, wait, I know no one di- to learn from me. <laughs> no, uh, no, no. I know one director who's a very dear friend of ours who I spoke to at length about this, and he agreed with me. He said, No, Ron, he said, I'm really gonna do scripts and stuff getting away from that 10 people killed in high school. He agreed with me. He said, no, it's it's done. We did it. It's over. Now it's time to move on. It's a great story, so too. I, that, that has a lot to do with yeah, the fact that you I have a story that nobody's you done. You drop me one more time. Doesn't matter. I want to talk. Right down your throat, I'm going to put this fucking mic. <laughs> but anyway. Uh, we're oh, we always do that. Don't worry. We're, we're, we're married. Uh, everybody, yeah, yeah. That, they love it. I know. I know. I, trust me. I'm in the same spot. they love it everybody that watches us loves when we fight anyway um now you made me lose my train okay good because i want to talk all right so now get um, bored get get um, bored so i want to know first of all who are what uh, okay scream was the movie that made you want to do this what are some of the films uh that are like influential that are your favorite horror movies or if you had a go-to horror a couple of horror movies that are your go-to horror movies you know like if Um, you're in a mood that you go watch that's that would be always like kind of Halloween, Scream, all those classics. But um, what is my absolute favorite? And people probably probably getting sick when I'm saying that. But it's it's the style from American Horror Story, and I would say Hotel was my favorite season. That's that's exactly the that kind of style what I want to do. And if I would have millions of of, of a budget, you know. We've had a whole bunch of people from American Horror Story on the show. Oh, I actually, love a bunch, a lot of the actors. Okay, so then who are your? <clears throat> let's wait, say wait, I want to make a point. Okay. It's a very, very important point. Making a movie that is horror with no story stinks. Make a movie with a story that has horror. That's a success. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, that's absolutely true. I mean, there's uh, there's also movies then. You can you just watch them. It's 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 nothing special. There's no story. It's just fun. That's I totally understand. Well, that you that's fine. But um, then you have to you realize okay that's what it is. Nothing more and no, nothing better. That's it's just a fun movie to watch. It's gory. It's bloody. It's splatter. Blah blah blah. Fine. But then um, when people trying to get a a good story or a whatever or building tension with or building characters, that's even more and more um important that's a whole different thing well see, did, that's wait, one of, did you see hanukkah yeah 
No comment. <laughs> That's not nice. Well, I didn't say anything bad. <laughs> anyway, no, I think I think uh, I think that. That that's one of the great things that you did in Blind was the fact that you created because like everybody really cared about Sarah. You know, we yeah. go to all these movies and like you don't you, the people get killed and you're like I don't give a shit that they got killed because who gives a shit you know. But you actually you know by the end of the movie you're like oh my god you like like her so much you know that you don't ever want anything to happen to her. So I think people will be excited for the second one when it comes out. And she's so beautiful. She looks like Kim Novak. For those of you who don't know Kim Novak, she was in Alfred Hitchcock's. Vertigo with Jimmy Stewart, which is a classic movie. Oh, yeah. Sarah French has a angelic beauty. She doesn't look like a hard-hearted Hannah Trashy Broad. She's got an angelic beauty. If you look at her face and her eyes, they're soft. Yeah. And I think when she was uh, trying to deal with her blindness, we felt the pain. We felt her, I, I did anyway, I felt the anxiety uh, here i am a famous movie star now i'm blind and i will never be able to look in the mirror and see my beautiful face again and that was really what got me upset because you know i love looking in the mirror seeing my beautiful face every day so does marcel <laughs> Wait, uh, of course, of course. So you guys marcel has two other films out right now you guys can see you guys one of them is well, called are we going to talk about the, the one that was okay well, see, I liked them both. No, so them we're going to talk about Rootwood next, you Rootwood, guys. So he has a movie called Rootwood, Rootwood, you guys. First of all, we've had a bunch of the people on the show uh, in this in this film, Rootwood, that came out not too long ago. Also stars Tyler Gallant. How do you, is that how you pronounce his name, Gallant, or is it Gallant? Gallant. Don't ask me. I'm from Germany. I no. Oh, I, yeah, that's I, true. I, okay. Gallant. Gallant. I, I, okay. I do Gallant because so Tyler Gallant, Sarah French, Alyssa Dowling, who we had on not too long ago, Felissa Rose. Yeah. Um, Tiffany Fest, Marv Blavet, who was in Clown Fear with you. He's the main clown guy. And I wrote down who, oh, Brandon Rhea, um, which I'm not sure which one he was. But I thought that this story was freaking awesome. Uh, Ron doesn't like because people get killed one at a time. But the actual story of this was put together so well. The end of it, nobody would have thought the end was going to be the end, which I'm not going to sp spell what it is. But you guys, this is awesome. Awesome film. And this was your, and you actually, did, you did this film before Blind, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. A year before. A year before blind, it just took longer to come out. Yeah, because we um, we deal with um, um, we had a our first world says we juice wasn't the the best one, and then we got a new one, and that took a long time to get the whole thing out. So Rootwood, so tell us a little bit something about Rootwood. Joe Netter down didn't write this one, right? Just Sarah no. French in it, but Joe no. didn't write. Yeah, it. I, that's I, actually, I thought um, Root Rootwood was Root. Listen, after seeing Blind, you know, I mean, what else is there to see? And I just found Root, Root, what's it called? Rootwood. Rootwood to be okay film. But I was, you know, it's like Alfred Hitchcock when he did Psycho and Janet Lee got killed 10 minutes into the film. I loved Alfred Hitchcock. And then all his movies after that never compared to the Shockeroo. This one was before it. No, no. I'm talking about Alfred Hitchcock now. Okay. <laughs> none, of, none of his films ever after Psycho did what psycho did so i was always yeah, what about rearville window i loved them but they weren't psycho uh, psycho okay. scared the shit out of everybody and after seeing blind you know there's not too much out there that's that's interesting i thought rootwood was i thought it was okay but i didn't get crazy about I it i thought it was excellent and so um, it's 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 all it's a super different thing it's 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 more kind of a a mix between found footage and cinematic stuff in in the in the forest that's 
Yes. No, no. Blind is Rolls Royce. Rootwood is Chevy. <laughs> anyway, let him talk about it because everybody in the chat room said they loved it. So, like, you're in the minority well, here. Well, because you know why. I, I'm okay, so let him talk about it. I'm also an actor in the business 46 years. Well, let so him talk about his film. Shut the fuck up. Don't, don't direct me. You're not my director. <laughs> oh, I hate this homo. No, tell us oh. about Rootwood because how did you put that one together? I mean, you have a great cast. Did you know those people already? Because you haven't been here no, that long. Here's the thing I met Elissa. Um, no, let's start with Felissa. Uh, I met Felissa on a on the red carpet for Blood Feast through other friends, um, and I love her right away. She's she, I love Felissa too. Every, we all do. We all do. She's she's a, an amazing person. So I loved her energy, and of course I knew her from from Sleepaway Camp, and you know. So yes. I met her there, and she we we talked already at the same night, and she said, "I must say, I want to work with you," and I told her, "Well, I want to work with you." So we will figure something out at one point. Um, then I also met Elisa Dowling at that night. I, I think it was the same night. We love uh, her. And she invited me. She was super nice. Uh, and she because I was I was super new in LA, and she invited me for uh, Thanksgiving with some friends. And that was the same night when I met Sarah and Joe. Oh, very cool. So everything got together. So you know. So actually, making Rootwood put everything together for Blind. Oh, uh, yeah. Which is very cool. I loved it. I, I really enjoyed it a lot. And then you have another film, um, and that one is Blood Feast. And I happen to be – I was friends with Herschel Gordon-Lewis in Florida when I lived in Florida. And so the fact that, like, you know, you read in yeah. his film, and it has a great – and I'm a big fan of Robert Rustler. Like, I yeah. actually want to get him on the show because he was in a movie you know called – You know what? You know what? He's in Blind 2. Oh, very good. Um, yeah. You have to hook us up with him. I want him to come on. He's in. Oh, he's 100%, in. The, I will. He's he's no in problem. my one of my favorite '80s films uh, is a skateboard movie, and he's the star of it with Brooke McCarter from The Lost Boys, and it's one of my favorite movies. I have it autographed and everything, sitting in my Aww. collection because I like love it. Um, so like I love him. So in Blood Feast, you guys, you have Robert Russell, you have Caroline Williams, you have Sophie Monk, who's gorgeous. Yeah, it's a Horshow Gordon Lewis remake. Sadie Katz is in it. Yeah, and uh, it's very very cool movie, and that one. Um, well, we just saw it recently. I don't know how long it's actually been out, but but that's three movies that people can go of yours now and see, right? I think I think Blood Feast is on Amazon Prime. I'm yes. not sure, but I think it's still on Amazon Prime. Um, the the only problem is that's the R-rated R-rated version. So it's um, there's that version is missing probably four minutes of gore. So if you're not into gore or you you don't care about that, you're fine. <laughs> I want to say something about an actress I worked with. I did, what was the movie? Clown F Motel, Clown Motel 2. And I worked with um, the beautiful blonde. Angie? <laughs> Lorraine An Lannon? No, Angel Angie. Angie Stevenson. Angie Stevenson. Mm -hmm. Do you know Angie Stevenson? Yeah. I, I was so impressed with her professionalism and her work and her line remembering and her everything. And she's just brilliant to work with. And she's smoking hot. And absolutely <laughs> gorgeous in person. She's one of the most beautiful women. She's like women. you. Yeah. And I really want to... I really, <laughs> lines. I really want to... No, I want to push her name out there. Uh, if you're looking for a beautiful woman to be in a movie, please call uh, Stevenson. She's Angie, really... We love her. Angie, she's really quite a good actress. She's and, like you, though. Like one of those people. No, but what I liked about her, she was on time. She was professional. She was just And perfect. there should be. I mean, yeah. 
You should be. Uh, I'm right. a stickler for that. I'm always on time. I'm always ready. I just fuck up lines. So but now with my plug in my ear and I'm fed my lines, I go through it in a minute and I don't screw up anymore. The other ones do. And I get annoyed. Now I, gotta, <laughs> now I, go, now I go look at them and say, don't you know? your so, lines?" So let's do a bucket list. All right. So like you've seen, first of all, do you watch, do you watch other movies? That aren't horror movies, or do you pretty much like spend a lot of your time doing your horror? Like, what are some of your like? What what are some favorite movies that? What's a favorite movie that's not a horror movie? Um, my one of my favorite movies, which is not a horror movie, is Mermaids. Oh, it's a good movie. That's Uh that's the one with Winona Ryder, right? Yeah, and Cher. Yeah. Okay. And um, uh, now and then. I don't know. Oh, I know what now and then is. Yeah. It's from from the nineties. It's yeah. with uh, Christina Ricci. Yeah. Or yeah, and um, Monster with Charlie Theron. Oh, that's a good movie. It's super yeah, I like sad. I can one. watch it actually because I hate dramas. I I can't watch them because there's for me there's no reason to, uh, to shoot a fucking drama because there's then you get sad and upset and that it ruined the whole day probably the whole. Week. <laughs> so, uh, so why the fuck should I watch a drama? But it's it's a very good <clears throat> film and that's one of actually my one of my favorite movies. But I don't want to watch it anymore. Or so again. if you okay, so if you had a bucket list then, and you could work with any actor, any actor, and any actress in the world, then money was no object. If you could just yeah. have two actors that could be in any one of your films, who would you? Who would be on your bucket list? Like, oh my god, I'd love to make a movie with these two people. Chair. Okay, that's a good one. Share. Yeah. yeah. Why share? Well, he I just said know. one of his favorite movies is that movie star. No, I know Cher. that. I know. Are, are you wanting her because you love her or because of her talent? Her talent. I think she was amazing in uh, Moonstruck. Moon. Stroke. Yeah, Moonstruck. Yeah, Moonstruck. Moonstruck. And uh, Mermaids. She's she, uh, or uh, uh, which burlesque. She was good in burlesque. Yeah, uh, of course. That's that movie's great. But it's um, I like her. I like her look. That that's weird to say, but it is. I like it. And she's. I think she's. She got a good energy, but um. And that's, Did you I, see her in Mamma Mia too at the end? Of course. Yeah, you know what? Okay. Of and, course. And, says, of course. You know, you know what? <laughs> Ask her into one of your films. I think she she would do it. Well, hmm. I've, uh, met I I've met her. I've met. I've met. I've met Cher. No, I've met Cher. Uh, I think twice or three times I've run into her. Oh yeah, she was good at mask. Yeah, and yeah. Cher is. Um, it's a drama. I can she's a very introverted woman. Cher is a very introverted person. She's not verbal. She's not personality. She looks like she's sleeping when she's not. Um, but she's very nice. I, yeah. I, found, I found her to be um, pleasant. Let's put it that way. So I don't. I think she's old now, and nobody really wants her anymore for a movie. And I think she'd be looking to go. To I work. would kill for it, for it to get her. Jesus we'll Christ. try it. I think we'll she, try to get her in something. I, I'm really good at yeah, that at getting people. Because, so you know, when you I'll get, help when you get to be 65 plus in this business, nobody wants you. The only reason why they want us now is because SAG gets because uh, it helps your your SAG. It, it helps your SAG, and also <laughs> we get seven thousand. The production company gets seven thousand dollars if they hire an old bag. That's not true. Yes, it is true. It is not. It is true, honey. I do SAG shit every day. That's no, not no, no, true. No, no, no. SAG does. <laughs> SAG doesn't give it. Somebody you else. get a you get a discount on from SAG from the rates that you pay if you have a certain amount of old seven, people, black seven, people, Spanish people, all that. If you have all that. fucks, you get seven thousand anyway, up yeah. on your production. Well, that's not that part, but yes, that's you do get a discount. So hold on, go back. So you didn't give us a man. Who, who's um, a guy you'd like to work with? Cool. 
He doesn't give a shit. Um, that, that shows that you're like a total fag. No, and, and, you, you, can, and you cannot. You want share? You cannot. <laughs> right. You you cannot say me because I'm in one of your movies already. So. No, no. Yeah. Who, who who are some guys that you think uh, that I are would, cool actors? Um, <laughs> I'm a super fan of James Franco. Oh yeah, he's good. Yeah. And and he does it, you know, he does indie I, films. I think he's hot. Hmm? He does indie films. I know. James Franco. Yeah, yeah. So I would say he's he's um he would be the the other one. Yeah. Who are some of your favorite horror movie actors? I don't want to say the the, the one, and you can't say Sarah French because that doesn't count because you're already working with her. But like, who are some of the other other people? That I don't want to say favorite. Who are other horror movie people that you uh you admire and that you like a lot? That way, it's not favorite, and that way you're not showing any. Um. Uh. Um. Neve Campbell. Christop- Who? Neve Campbell. Yes, she's a uh, good one. Christopher yeah. Lee. Christopher Lee. Yeah. Vincent Price. Vincent um, Price, yeah. Um, Boris Karloff. Uh, I like Malcolm Lang. McDowell. Jessica wait, Lange wait, is great. Bella, Bella Lugosi. I want to see if he knows who they are. Bella I, Lugosi. He knows who they are. Yeah, well, I don't know these kids. He's like, what is he? Twelve years old. He's like, <laughs> these these people are thousands of years old, like me. But I also watch classics. I don't. I'm not a huge fan of the black and white movies, but I also watch them. So that's. You know, I know. Yeah, we we actually watched uh, the other night. Uh, who are those two funny guys? Abbott and Costello meet Frankenstein. Yeah, <laughs> the script was so terrible that Abbott and Costello didn't even want to do the script, and he said, "This is junk. It's garbage." And then they brought it to Broadway, and they were going to do it as a Broadway play, and uh-huh. then. For some reason, they made the movie, and it became one of their hit movies. And I remember seeing it in 1947 when I was a kid in the theater, and it scared the hell out of me. It was scary. You, you know that they have a new Scream coming out next year. <laughs> like, I think that's super cool. Like, he doesn't know oh, what's yeah. going on. Because I think that Scream is actually a great movie, especially the first one. And we actually had um, Skeet Ulrich on the show. Oh. Um, and I've been trying to get Matthew <laughs> Lillard on the show. Uh, and so like Skeet and Skeet Ulrich was a blast. We had a really good time with him. Um, yeah, so, so, bad. so he's, <laughs> do you watch Riverdale? He's in Riverdale. I love that show Riverdale. So I like that. I so, like that wait, a lot. So wait, listen, we only have like a minute left. All right. Listen. So when do you estimate blind two will be a release so we could see it? Um, it will definitely next year. I think it will get released till September or October next year. There you go. Okay, because we're gonna all, you'll be invited also. We're all going to the uh, red carpet premiere June twenty seventh of uh, Clown Motel two, and that should be fun. We'll all get together the after party. Hopefully, it'll, it'll get. Hopefully, we'll be able to like go oh, out by, by then, then. By then, the virus will be gone. We'll all be injected. It'll be fun. Okay, so hang on, everybody. So if you guys want to follow Marcel, he's on Twitter, but he doesn't go on it. But you can follow him anyway. He's at Marcel Waltz eighty six. It's M A R C E L W A L Z. But he is on Instagram, and you can see all of his little uh, like selfies that he does. He does lots <laughs> of them. And you can. It's Marcel Waltz underscore official. Follow him. He's also on Facebook. Please, everybody, go see Blind. I'm, I'm telling you, you will not be disappointed. And, uh, and other than that, we got to go because we're out of time. Anyway, Marcel, I love you. Mm, kisses I love to you. you. I want to see you soon, puta. Yeah. All right. Let's and all together. the best to Dominic, too. Yes. And Sarah Thanks. and Joe and everybody and everybody Everyone. in the chat room. Everybody have a happy Thanksgiving. Oh, yeah. Happy Thank you so much. Yeah, and we'll see you soon. 
Bye. Bye, baby. Bye. All right, chat room. Much. We want to thank our guests, Leland Squire and Marcel Waltz. We had a great show, you guys. Hopefully, you have a great Thanksgiving, and we'll see you guys next week. Happy Bye, everybody. In the mix, yeah, we in the mix. It's another episode. Here we go, the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell. Interviewing the hottest news that you listen to the celebrities. Make sure to subscribe so you can get notified weekly. Jimmy Star, he's the king of cool. Ron Russell, he's a gorgeous dude. Chat room is live and you would be a fool not to vibe with us at the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell. Come watch it live on W4CY Radio. Miss some past episodes? Download on iTunes. The Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell. It's the Jimmy Star Show. Russell.